Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. Ninjabling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to ninjabling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Looking for the spot for blues hockey in St. Louis? Join the best blues party in town at one of the 10 area hot shots, sports bar, and grill locations this season. Pull up a seat and score great game day specials on Jack Daniels, New Amsterdam vodka, and Jameson cocktails served up by the hot shots crew. And don't forget, every time the blues score five or more goals this season, it's $1 tacos all day long the next day. Get the full rundown at hotshotsbar.com slash blues. Hot shots is a proud partner of the St. Louis Blues. Pseudo Show Podcast. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. 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 Tony just hit us with some news. I mean, literally three seconds before the microphones open. So your dad, had it not been for an appointment at the doctor today, would have been in? Correct. Wow. A week ahead of schedule. Wow. Yesterday when I was at the house, I saw him uh, not only uh, ditch the walker, but move around with the cane. But at one point, I saw him walking with no assistance. Whoa. But then I also saw him... Struggle pretty hard getting out of a chair. <laughs> so I mean, it's it comes and goes. Hip, you know, hip replacement. It's tough, and he's been through. He's been through one hip before. So he's. Yeah. Is this one tougher for him? Do you think? Uh, I'm not sure yet. I asked him yesterday. I said, "How you feeling?" He goes, "Stinging today." And I said, "Oh, is that, that means it, you know that means it's working. It's getting a little <laughs> better." And he looks at me and he goes, "Could be that." Could just be pain. I said, "Okay, Dad." It's is like he a- upset? He can't play softball this season. Uh. He'll never admit that, but I think 
that he knows his career is coming to an end when it comes to softball, <laughs> and he wants to not be forced out but go out on his own terms. What and I know that is the most ridiculous <laughs> thing that has ever been said. Does because- he, before the surgery, obviously, and the, and the hip coming up is a bad thing again, Did he was he to the point where he only batted but somebody else ran for him? 100%. So he, he, would, he would go to first base, and when, when he would walk, if somebody would walk him, he would he wouldn't even go down just there. Go he just straight go straight to right the dugout. Yeah, that's a good way to he's extend got a, the old career. There was yeah. there he's was a go out in style. Yeah, yeah. There was a walk there was a, a time like yeah. Derek. Do you remember Derek Jeter? Derek Jeter's last Derek game. Jeter, Derek Jeter, New York you know, guy. New York, yeah. Yankee. Yeah. Yeah. Last game at 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 Yankee Stadium. Yep. He had a walk off. Mm-hmm. He had a walk off hit. Yeah. There was a there was a time where so unsaid rule in softball, especially when you play with older guys is if they hit the ball to the outfield, you don't gun them out at first. Yeah, That's an right. unsaid rule, mm-hmm. yeah. except for tournaments. If it's a tournament, that rule's off the table. Sorry, money's okay? on the line. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or, or just even even just a, a rec tournament. Like, sure. that's off. Well, that's, that's why I'm nervous to play these softball games with, with people like you. There's so many unwritten rules. I, I know. Make a I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't want to make a mistake, and then you get yelled at. Yeah, it's just a disrespect. And then you're that guy, you know? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a respect Right. And, and, and listen, guy. and listen, and listen. Like, Moon, if you would come and sub and play with us on our Friday night church league where there's some older guys, yeah. and you would gun somebody out at first base, nobody would go like, hey, man, what are you? We would go like, hey, man. Just let him. Just let him get to first. Oh, you know, no, so no like, you know, because nobody would say it to your face. Yeah, no kidding. Right, right. But then, boy, see that dick move on the guy. And then, and then, yeah, yeah, they would know. Guys what a jerk! Like, wow, yeah. no respect. Right. So, so anyway, have respect. So anyway, like my dad doesn't have much power anymore, and I mean, he'll hit the ball to left field, and it'll. They usually play way in, and they 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 get him, but. And the rare times that they get it, they come up and they, you know, get ready to throw it. And they go, all right. And they put it down. Mm-hmm. During the tournament, my dad knew this was going to happen. So he would go up to the plate and he would look at the pitcher and he'd go, you got to throw two strikes because I ain't swinging. And he would literally just go up there and stand with the bat in his hand. Oh, and, so and, he make, walk. and make the pitcher throw two strikes or he would take the walk and have somebody run for him. <laughs> Right. He's a team player, damn it. Nice. <laughs> I actually try to get hit by a pitch, too. No, I'm going to say, make sure when he's running the first, he's wearing a helmet or covering his head. Oh, I saw that. I thought he the was the just going to, uh, yeah. you know, run to first base with a hammer in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, this was, two, this was two years ago. I'm making it to that base. Son. Two years ago in the tournament, and again, another unwritten rule is like, you know, if you go up the middle, you, you kind of give yourself up if you hit the pitcher. Like, if you go up the middle and it kind of misses them, you run to first. If you go up the middle and you hit the pitcher, you give yourself up, essentially. I wouldn't have known that. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's, an, that. that's, again, an unwritten rule. Well, so this was not the tournament. This was a regular season game. And the home run hitter for one of the other teams hit a rocket at my dad's chest. And it hit him square in the chest. Oh. And it sounded like somebody dropped a, a pillowcase full of bricks. It just oh. went, whoop. Yeah. And, and, he t- and he goes, <laughs> and picked up the ball and threw it to first. And the guy didn't give himself up. He outran the ball. And I lost it. Oh, did you? My dad's like, shut up. And I'm like, ooh, I'm going to explode You know, right all now. these unwritten rules, yeah. they got to start writing stuff down. Is there no pen and paper? There's actually two games there going is, on. There is way too many rules, actually. Is there no pen and paper? Actually. Church I mean, League, there's no budget. And stuff with the notes. There's no budget. The notes app it's on Church it. League. Yeah. Well, you, and, we, and talk about going to first base. I think we were at Hot Shots, and the, the the old picture of Moon's ear blowing up after getting hit with the softball came up uh, on my phone. Yeah. God, that was so gnarly. Oh, is that the oh. anniversary? Oh, dude. I know it wasn't the anniversary. I was just scrolling through looking for a different picture, and I saw that and showed him. Oh. Oh my God! Not a day goes by I'm not reminded because I mean it hurts. Yeah, I'm Still. glad to use a glove oh, now. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, Somebody yesterday actually asked me yeah, if that's the reason the that, with your that face. you haven't been there this year. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. His scheduling hasn't worked out. Yesterday I had band rehearsal. and Somebody said to me yesterday when I was on second base, the, 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 one of the players on the other team go, hey, I thought Moon played with you. I'm like, yeah, he does. He's like, ever since that shot to the head, he just doesn't show up, huh? I'm like, I came back two weeks I'm later. Like, Get that's out of not the face. case. I'm like, and then I'm, of course, I'm like, I don't know what he's got. How many going games on. into the season are you? This is week two. Oh. Till four games in. You've missed the first two games? Yeah, I had, I had rehearsal, man. Oh, a lot of band man. stuff coming up. We needed you. I'm sorry. Tuesday and Wednesday, I mean, literally two did of the worst days I've ever played softball. Or did you say, hey. I, I I said what I usually say, which is completely reasonable. Like, if I'm free that week, Yeah, I, I would love to play. There's nothing I'd rather do on a Wednesday night than than go go play. But my schedule's kind of crazy, and you guys know that. So, I mean, I'm not going to make every game. <laughs> so are you? Did you did you explain that to the manager? He knows me. Yeah, we we, we yeah we've known each other for years. They they, they so all he know knows. that. He's not getting butt hurt right? when you don't show. I mean nobody's you, nobody's weird about it. I think you should text him and have a conversation with him. Okay, and that's why I said give him my number. I don't have his number. Well, you have the social media and you have good friends. There. I've known him for you years. Talk, mm-hmm. You talk to him every <laughs> day when you're doing your little Call of Duty works. thing. You talk to him every day on there. It's not little. It's sure whatever it is. Yeah. You talk to him every day. He he knows. If, he know. doesn't know though. Now because he does. He We're talking me. about it. He knows. He texted me yesterday and said, "Is Moon playing or no?" Right, but he's he's not like, "Oh, pff, I was expecting him every week." God, That's what I you're love implying. when it's softball season because right. this, because of this. <laughs> every this is why I don't run a coach. Every sometimes year. Oh, Moon will make fine. it. Sometimes you guys make a big there. deal. This is not a big deal. Mick listens every morning. Mick is listening right now. Mick knows. Moon is Moon is a forty percent every week. Just that's what we're gonna go with. Yeah, right. That's the funny thing. I give him a percentage. He's like, "You come this Wednesday." I'm like, "Oh, uh." About 82%. <laughs> He's a 40%. More than likely not might surprise us. That's not true, man. Dude. It's been two weeks. I know, but I know <laughs> you. What's your schedule for next week? What next uh, next Wednesday? Next week, I think I'm good. Ne- look, pull out your phone. I'm thinking what like 59. <laughs> pull out your phone. Let me see. Your yeah, schedule. let's see it. No, I want right? to see. Hey, unless you're a Catholic high school, 59% is a good. Maybe score. you should make softball a priority. Hang on, what's the date? <laughs> The date would be the 6th, 17th, 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 17th. As of now, it's free. But you Why don't remember, you put man? softball on there so that's your priority? Yeah, man. I'll see you at 830, field four. We're playing AM Slam. Here's the thing. Man. Oh, those guys? And you would appreciate oh, it. <laughs> AM Slam. That is recreational and it's fun. It's something I yes. love doing. It's something I want to huh? do. It's something I want to participate in. But when you're talking about priorities, I have multiple bands, multiple jobs. If one of those things, and those are all subject to change with mm. scheduling, if one one of those things changes and says, this is when we can have rehearsal, I'm not going to go, sorry, guys, can't rehearse. We'll be slightly less good sometimes, when we're playing music for thousands of people because I want to play softball. Sometimes you need it for your mental health, a little recreational I time. Agree, I agree with that, but I'm a, a, time. I'm a consummate professional man, and, and, and these guys, when they adjust their schedule and their lives to make something happen, I do all I can to make sure that they and that, see yeah, I it do, as I a do get that where you have uh, four people, you know, four or five people trying to coordinate their schedules for a practice. Mm-hmm. But you also have uh, multiple people coordinating their schedules for softball, too. I understand that, but th- but they, I get, no, but I get they what you're know. Saying. Yeah, stop. You guys, you guys are crazy. Balls. I'm just saying because we needed you yesterday. I mean, we we I had enough guys, that. but we needed you in the outfield. Mm. We had we had our buddy Bernie had a rough night last night. Oh, oh, sorry, Bernie. I know Bernie, Bernie too. Bernie. <laughs> Bernie's got my number. 
<laughs> oh, Bumbling Bernie. Huh? Ber Bernie was one of the first guys yeah, I had. Bumbling Bernie. What do you expect he's gonna Bumbling Bernie? He's going <laughs> to give me trouble. I hadn't, even, I hadn't even put my bag against the fence yet. And whoa, no, whoa, Jeff, whoa. What kind of a league <laughs> is this? And why haven't you invited me? As soon as I said it, I'm like, church? <laughs> no, this church? This is not a church league. Not a church league. No, this is no, not a church league. But I go, I hadn't even put my stuff down yet. And Bernie goes, Where's Moon? I'm like, I don't know. He's just giving me trouble. Oh, Bernie. Bernie. <laughs> Anybody Watch. make it through the end of the uh, Blues game last night? I did. did. You got to the end? Yeah. Wow. Dude, you got to realize, most nights, I don't go to bed until about 1030. Yeah, I I'm not tried. quite that late, but. I'll be honest with you, I trod. Yeah. I didn't I didn't take a nap yesterday when I got home from work. I was. I was going to ask that because you I said in the office around. that you tried. Uh, did you. Was it because you got tired and you got I sleepy? Or physically is... could not okay. keep my eyes open. I didn't know if it was because mm. you got tired and sleepy or if it was like your brain going, listen, dude, you need to get to bed because I you're going also, to be exhausted. I will also weigh out the the next morning how I'm going to feel. Mm -hmm. Need to be sharp. Sure. Yeah. Need to be sharp here. <laughs> this is my priority, Moon. Right here. I, I'm well aware. It's in his calendar and every I, day. And I would never this is my priority. To, uh, sacrifice it for fun. Fun is the game. And I tried. Perron scored that goal in the third, which was pretty much right at the beginning of the third. I mean, what, 15, you know, there was 15 minutes left, I believe, when he scored. And uh, I tried. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to make, uh, I can't make it. Lights mm -hmm. out. And of course, the first thing I did was get up this morning and check my phone immediately before I even hop into the shower. I have a question for yes. anybody who was watching the game last night. Were yes. you by yourself in the room that you were watching the game? No. Or you were the others were around? What about you? I uh, started out with the family in the room, and then everybody kind of... When Perron scored his goal, or for those of us who were still up, when Bozak scored the goal, would, were you by yourself? And if so, do you silently cheer, or do you out loud cheer? Because last night with both of the Blues goals, I was in a room by myself, and I did the silent cheer like this. I just did that. <laughs> you know what I'll do? I'll go. And it wasn't because it was you know the time of the day and people might have been sleeping. I was by myself, so I thought it would have been weird to go, yeah, when I was by myself. I'll give, so I'll give like, a whisper. Yes. I, uh, <laughs> I might as well have been by myself because my wife was like, in, you know, in, in her phone, in her phone yeah. and didn't even realize what was happening. But so when Perron scored, I went, ooh, yeah. And she was like, shh, the kids are sleeping. And I was like, it's playoff hockey. Yeah, I don't care. They shouldn't be. And then mm. when Bozak scored, I, I stood up. Well, and was, I did the pump. And I went, whoa. And she goes, the kids are going to be awake. It was it was nice to wake up and, you know, open up the Blues app and see that they won last night. Yeah. And here's, yeah. what that, here's what that win sounded like. But Maroon kicks it low. Stays with it. Centers it to Bozak. He scores! Bozak! With 2.05 to go, and the Blues have taken a 2-1 to one lead. Bozak deserved that. No doubt about that with no the chances that he had here in the third period. No and this is absolutely <laughs> stunned, this capacity crowd here in Winnipeg. No doubt about it. It's like, who brought his little brother to the game? That's cool. <laughs> I love that guy. Uh, uh, Man, we have a couple of great announcing teams, don't we, for our hockey absolutely. team? Absolutely. Gosh darn it. We got two good ones. Absolutely. You could you could you could hear the passion. Yeah, and if you watch that game last night, when they had the, sh the camera on the fans of Winnipeg after that first goal and then after that second. Oh, my God. That second goal, I thought we were going to see some tears. From it was people. just... I will say... Oh, my God, so great. That the, the arena over there looked pretty cool with yeah. everybody in white. It did. 
It looked pretty neat. Yeah, they have a thing called white, uh, white noise that they do up on their jumbo, whatever it's called, and they they had the white out. I mean, every night. single yeah. person was wearing white in that arena. Did you see the outdoor shots of the crowds yeah. outside? Yeah, was it nine thousand people out there? Crazy. No doubt about it. <laughs> it was funny because they were all glued all to the TV and disappointed. They showed this and they showed that and they were jumping up and down. And then they showed, I think it was Ballpark Village and it was just people milling around getting drinks. <laughs> now, I, I know you guys, we, we talked about this yeah. off the air. We didn't have really an opportunity to talk about this uh, yesterday because this was kind of breaking as we were leaving the air yesterday. But a bit of controversy surrounding goaltender Jordan Bennington prior to yesterday's game. Headline from USA Today, St. Louis goalie Jordan Bennington faces questions over insensitive six-year-old tweets. So on Tuesday night, this is this is mm, kind of rotten. Yeah. This is what we call journalism. Tuesday night, a sports reporter out in San Jose who uh, whose beat is actually the San Jose Sharks went through Jordan Bennington's Twitter account and found some insensitive tweets from six years ago and shared them online. Now, no doubt about it. I mean, pretty dumb tweets, to be honest with you. Yeah. The writer's name is uh, Paul Gackle. We'll call him Gax. Oh, no, I saw people yesterday, blues fans, calling him Gackle the Jackal. Eh. Hmm. Gax I like better. Yeah. Gax. So he wrote, came across a couple six-year-old tweets from Jordan Bennington. That seemed culturally insensitive. I'm surprised. I haven't heard anything about it. He'd get torched for this if he played in the Bay Area. In the uh, in the Bay Area. So he spent the time to go through every one of Jordan Bennington's tweets, all the way back six years to 2013, to pull out some of these gems from uh, January 24th of 2013. Bennington writes, I was thinking when people who wear the burkas are at the airport, how is the security able to see that's them in their passport? Seriously. Okay. I mean, does that seem terrible? Not to me. No. Mind you, Jordan Bennington, 19 years old at the time. Two minutes later, another tweet from Gax. He writes, also with this one, check out the racism he's inciting from people who respond. Not a good look for Jordan Bennington. He writes, also, if you're underage and nervous of getting into a bar, throw the damn burka on. No way the bouncer will get into that awkward questioning. One minute later, Gax tweets, this tweet from Jordan Bennington is pretty bad, too. From October 21st, 2014. Yeah, taxi man. I'd probably rather listen to the radio than listen to you talk on the phone in another language. Okay, 19 years old. These tweets are from 2013 and 2014. Again, Bennington, 19 at the time. No, no dude. <laughs> the timing of this was on purpose. So this so-called reporter goes through years of tweets just to find something to release the day before a rookie goaltender starts his first playoff game. I love how he said, I came across this. You know, did you, or were you digging? Why don't you say I was digging for? Or in, in all this. in all due respect, somebody could have sent him the tweets. True. Somebody could have said, "Hey, check this out." I, again, I think as a writer, you say that. Then, hey, somebody sent me this. Mm -hmm. You're saying there's a chance that this troll and the timing have no connection to anything. <laughs> it's crazy. Odd timing, huh? So he, uh, he this Gax guy wrote the wrote these these tweets on on Tuesday night, Tuesday afternoon. The Winnipeg Press picks up the story. USA Today picks up the story. <sighs> Timing, yeah. come on. And hey, by the way, where is Paul Gackle originally from? I mean, he writes for San Jose. Hmm. Where does it start with a winner? Where is he from? Hmm. Where is he from? Huh. Does it rhyme with some Sminus Meg? He is <laughs> from. Ah, <laughs> oh, he's from Winnipeg. No. no. Oh, get out of here. Ah. 
Why are you being serious? You're kidding. Yeah. You're being serious. That's Paul ridiculous. Paul and Patrick Gackle grew up in Winnipeg, Canada. Oh, there you ah. go. Ah. I don't know about grew up, but they're there from there. I'm sure somebody already went through uh, Gax's tweets over the years, didn't they? I found a story about uh, about Gax that uh, it's kind of crazy. I mean, this is not like a funny, like, oh, look at that. Uh, he almost died in 2017. A hooker that went on a crazy spree, murdered a guy, and then it attempted to rob this Gax guy and stabbed him several times in the abdomen and the throat. That was back in 2017. Crazy. Like, he wasn't with the hooker. No, 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 no. Like, she was, like, she went on, like, a crime spree. Oh, okay. And she went to rob him and stabbed him in the stomach of the throat. Nice. Did any way that affect his judgment in reporting? <laughs> no, I don't believe so. I do not okay, believe so. Okay, so the stories are kind of unrelated. Correct. Just a little, si- like, side, like, I don't this think- is what happened to this guy back in 2017. So he was just yeah. trolling The fact yes. that he's from Winnipeg is, hmm. Yes, he was, Come on, ju- he man. was just trolling him just to throw him off his game. Uh, yeah. It's a shame that, but you that know what, mainstream though? media to ran with it. To throw racism. To throw racism into it. Yeah, I mean, I can see how some of these can be uh, can you know considered insensitive. I can also see how he could defend them a, a little bit in, in, in some naivety and, and some other things. 19 years kids, old. Yeah, 19, 19 yeah. years old six years ago. And to throw racism into a rookie goalie's face prior to probably the biggest game of his... Just to be a douche. Yeah, he's it's a just to be the a day dick. before the biggest day of this just kid's life. Just to be yeah. a douche. Yep. And to get some likes and some retweets. You know, people and, have been accused of being racist and have not come back. Their careers have been ruined forever. Think about how much you changed between nineteen and twenty-five. Absolutely, abs- I'm sure. I'm sure Gax was, never, was a perfect saint when he was a teenager. Was this Paul or Peter? It was Paul, Mary. Paul. His brother Peter also is a part of this whole gackle report thing. That's why I ask. Yeah, this is Paul. He's the one that put out the tweets. But to throw that, I mean, that could be a potential career ruiner. <clears throat> All right. It's it's a teenager writing dumb stuff. Okay. And I like how Bennington came out and said something. Well, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. All that. I think it's great. I think it's great how he handled it. Because, of course, you know, there there come the questions. Not about the game, nope. but now about this garbage. Oh, did you see? So what? basically what he's saying, what Gackle is saying, basically the way that he's stepping back and saying, I'm not, I didn't call it racism, is he's saying that check out the racism he's inciting from people who commented. So it's not the tweet itself. It's the responses to the tweet. Correct. It's yeah. not Biddington being racist. It's that he's inciting racism from other people. Okay. In the same respect, the when, when the Winnipeg Free Press put it up, he retweeted their headline controversial tweets oh, yeah. from Blues goaltender yeah. come to light. Well, he also retweeted something from uh, Jeremy Rutherford. Yeah. You know, the Blues guy, whom I love his reporting. Yeah. But Bennington, you know, was questioned about it, did comment before the game yesterday, and he said it was a while ago, and this is a quote. Quote, it was a while ago when I was a teenager. It was a little sarcasm joking around. You know, I was a teenager. That's what life's about. You live and you learn and you grow as a human. So I'm here just to play a couple hockey games. That's it. it. And that's it. The coaches wouldn't talk about it. Nobody would talk about it. That's it. There's the comment. Now, what is the NHL going to do? 
Will the NHL take action against Jordan Bennington for his comments, for his tweets from six years ago? I would love to say no, but I bet they say that they should. They will take no action. They have said they will take no action. Uh, I thought they would maybe say, like, uh, insensitivity training or something. The NHL Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly said in a statement, We don't condone public comments that could be received or perceived as insensitive, but based on what we've been made aware of to this point, we don't believe there's any basis to specifically address or even comment on five-year-old social media posts from a player who wasn't even part of the National Hockey League at the time. So suck it, Gax. Yeah. yeah I think Bennington defended that nicely. What else is he going to say? I was a teenager. You say yeah. dumb things. Oh, my favorite part is that's his whole attitude where he's just like, I'm here to play a couple hockey games. Yeah. Maybe we just do that. But that is a rotten thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Now, can, I'm going to play devil's advocate it's not, here. It's not even, it goes beyond silly. It's rotten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play devil's advocate here, and and I'm going to say that I think it's silly that he posted this, and I think it's ridiculous and rotten and all that. But where is the difference between this and a guy when he was 19 or 17 or even 15 posting lyrics to a rap song that had the N-word? Because remember last year, a couple baseball players got... That's pretty silly, too, to be held accountable for something you did, something you you, you retweeted or you posted some some dumb lyrics on, on Twitter when you were a teenager. Yeah. I agree. I think it's one of those things where they come to light. You go, listen, I was 17. I was an idiot. I'm an adult now. And then they go, okay. And then you move on. You do dumb things as kids. Yeah. Now imagine, there was a, imagine there was a file of every dumb thing you did yeah. as, as a kid. And somebody yeah. could leaf through that file and just pull it out, like pull out something that you did that was dumb just to throw it in your face yeah. when you're yeah, an adult. That's, that's uh, not... Uh... Doesn't make any sense because you're not moving forward then. And listen, there's a huge difference if you are 17, 16, 15 years old and you're posting some legit racial things, like some legit racist things. You know, there's a difference between that and... This seems pretty minor, to be honest with you. This is minor, but I'm talking about some racist things. Like if somebody goes back and finds a professional athlete that's, you know... Dropping the N word in derogatory, you know, like not quoting a rap song, you can't go. Sure, well, he's a kid. There's got there's a little more than that in that situation. I don't Do know, you the agree? Timing here and the whole, you know, going back six years and I mean, 19 years old, and the NHL not taking any any action. I do like, I saw some people tweet yesterday, and this was multiple people go, ha, this, this thing right here just proves that the Jets are scared of us. What? This is a reporter from Winnipeg that's a San Jose Sharks reporter. You know, like, it has nothing to do with the Jets being scared of the Blues. The first thing I did when I saw that this guy wrote these tweets and kind of started this, this little ish storm about Bennington, I went and I looked where this guy was from. I audibly went, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> when I saw when I saw he was from Winnipeg. The day before. I said, you got to be kidding me. Also, there was people well, that... it didn't work, jerk. There was people that immediately went and they found some controversial tweets from Jets players, too. But, I mean, I listen. Mean, I, there's no need to bring yeah, that there's stuff There's no need out. to do that. No. Yeah, two wrongs don't make a right here. And I know that's a silly thing, but legit. There's no need to do that. You know, imagine... I mean, Jeff, you did some pretty dumb things when you were a kid. Absolutely. Didn't you burn burn a forest down? Yeah, like uh, seven acres. It was like a seven, seven alarm acres fire. Down. Yeah. Imagine like next week somebody throws that in your face and you get fired because you burned seven acres down when you were how old? Right. I was 12, I think, something like uh-huh. that. Imagine that. 
Well, you should know better by 12. I mean, yeah, that's true. No. It's not like I did it on purpose. <laughs> I was just burning trash like my father told me to <laughs> in 45 mile an hour winds with no water source anywhere. <laughs> it's all it's all houses now anyway. I was just burning yeah, it down. Probably, I was just helping construction. Clear and brush. Yeah, yeah you're in the lane. Houses. <laughs> I think a street belongs here anyway. Well, right. and, and every time Bennington uh, touched the puck yesterday, and by the way, he was terrific. You know, obviously the uh, the Jets fans were booing. I think they would have done so either way. Yeah. To get in the rookie's head. Would all that, would all that, you know, controversy and it being your first game, playoff game, and you being in enemy territory, hell of a job. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He they, made some amazing saves in yesterday. the uh, in the NHL playoffs. If uh, you are booed every time you touch the puck, then you, there's a reason why. You know what I mean? A fourth liner who get, barely gets any ice time isn't going to get booed mm-hmm. as much. You know what I mean? He's a damn good goalie. Some of those saves he made yesterday, mm-hmm. man, incredible. And how about the fact that he gets run over, yet he's the one who gets booed for the rest of the game? Yeah. You know what I mean? He gets yeah. run over, they get a penalty, so everybody boos him every time he touches the puck. That makes sense. They would have booed him anyway. Probably. And that's another thing I love about him. Did you see his quote after that? After he got run over by one of their bigger dudes and mm-hmm. everybody started going after the guy, blah, blah, blah. By the way, he started skating over to the scrum telling everybody, dudes, I'm cool. Don't get a penalty. After the game, he was like, it's playoff hockey. If I get run once, it's okay. It's uh, hockey. I think it's he was okay. quoted as saying, scoreboard. <laughs> There's that, too. <laughs> yeah, those Jets players were playing a little dirty yesterday. Oh, oh did you see Baruby uh, after the game walking off the ice? He said some bad words to the Jets. He said bad words. Yeah, there were some uh, some punches thrown when the refs weren't watching. You see uh, yeah. Thomas get punched in the face and the throat mm-hmm. during Steen, a scrum. Steen went after somebody. Petrangelo went after somebody. Mm-hmm. So, good game. Got a win. <laughs> and hopefully the, uh, the Bennington controversy is behind us. If you want to even call it that. Today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct comes to us from St. Peter's, Missouri. It's Brittany Etru. Uh, Brittany works at uh, Dynamic Fitness Management and loves how well everyone gets along. And when we don't, she thinks it sounds like an old married couple just bickering. She enjoys hearing the pervy things that Jeff has to say because he... He says it so nicely, which makes it even more creepy. (laughs) That's what it is. It's so matter of fact. (laughs) Just being honestly creepy. That's all. And she says she could fold her tongue to look like a three-leaf clover. So she's got that going for her. Okay. She's not single. (laughs) Oh, my. There it is. Mm -hmm. Brittany, you're welcome. Okay, that's not creepy. That's for you, Brittany. You're welcome. (laughs) Brittany Etro from St. Peter's is the Team Riz member of the day. Gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. STLmattressdirect.com. Get on over there and see all that they have. They cut out the middleman. They're making mattresses right here in Missouri. And with all the locations in the area, you are going to find exactly what you want because they are not working on commission. They are sleep specialists. And they got me in the bed of my dream.
dreams. I'm not kidding. My days, my nights, my life has changed with the new bed that I just got a few weeks ago. It is a game changer, a life changer. Check out the Relaxopedic. Check out everything that it offers, everything that these beds have. is going to have you sleeping better, feeling better. Talk to them. Tell them, are you a back sleeper? Are you a side sleeper? They're going to help match you with the mattress that you deserve. Plus, the prices are exceptional because they are cutting out the middleman. You've heard us talk about it, all of us, and there's good reason. Shop Mattress Direct and shop local because sleep rules. STLMattressDirect.com. The Rizzuto Show. All right, welcome back. Phone number 314-692-5537. 3146Walker. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com. Slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your email's Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Later on, Craig's Freak of the Week. Three brand new ads for you. John Patrico uh, recorded recorded his reading yesterday. And these are doozies. Oh, boy. Some good ones. Good ones this week. His thoughts? Uh, I think he's got one favorite. Mm. He told me who his vote would be for yeah, what was his reaction though? Like, wow. I think Is he's he getting dis- numb to these. He's desensitized. You gotta be kidding me. Is he on pain meds or anything like that when he's doing this? No. Nothing, huh? No. His his and uh, in, in all reality, if if you want me to be hundred percent honest, he was actually Always like Tony. He he actually said to me, he goes, Hey, these ain't that bad. I can't even pick a real bad one. Really? I went, okay. Huh. <laughs> I I disagree because there are, I think, two in there. There's one that to me was his clear cut winner. Was there a lot of big words maybe he didn't understand? <laughs> he said a word that I was I was convinced he would just completely butcher it. Montana. And, and it flew it flew off his oh. tongue like like he wow. was a linguist. The. Like like he's been saying it his whole life. Yeah. And I think you know what word it is. Which word? It's the word we talked about yesterday. Spain. Oh, wait, wait. I think I know what it is. Hold on a second. Jeff, Don't whatever write you down. write down, it's not it. Is this one it? That's maybe? not it. Nope. If he said that, I'd leave. If he said that, I'd leave. I wasn't there, so I didn't know. Aphrodisiac. Oh, wow. He said Did it he like know he what created it meant? I don't know. He said Probably it like not. he created it. <laughs> <laughs> remember, I remember um, there was one story. Uh Remember the band Operator? Years sure, ago. Sure, yeah. Years ago, the band Operator uh-huh. sounded a lot like Soundgarden. Yeah. And they played a show at Pops. I said, were you there? I, said, I was there. Yeah, I was there. You were there. I brought my parents. I was going to say, it was the first we, time I ever met your, your folks. The promo department still has about 500 glossies signed by them if you want one. <laughs> I, not, I was a I'm, fan. Dude, I'm not kidding. No, I was, 100, I was a fan. 100% Jeff oh, yeah. was there. Yeah. Because you guys interviewed him. This and is it the was the guy that was the stunt guy, right? Yeah. The lead singer yeah. was in uh, Black Hawk Down. He was Fast, in, uh, Fast and, and Furious. Furious. Yeah, yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah. His name is Johnny Strong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is, this is only his given name, too. That was the interview that you guys did, Jeff, where about 30 seconds of the five minute interview was actually understandable because he would not stop cursing. So, was it at Pops? Come on, yeah, it was, okay. it was at Pops. Come on, bro. So, I brought my, my, my mom and my dad to the show. I said, hey, I'm going to take you to a rock and roll show. And the lead singer must have said the F word 5,000 times on stage and mm. during their set, 5,000 times. Johnny Strong language. Oh. <laughs> that was a little Indeed. scary. There, sorry. Indeed. <laughs> so I brought my parents backstage. Hey, you want to meet the band? So I brought my parents backstage, and my dad is talking to Johnny Strong, the lead singer of this band. And my dad said, and I quote, 
Man, you said that F word so many times I thought you'd invented the word. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, here we go. What was Mr. Strong's reaction? They wanted to hang out later. <laughs> yeah, you know that means. By the way. What does that mean? That means they're going to sign glossies just in case anybody wants them 10 years later <laughs> in St. Louis. <laughs> thought you'd invented the word. <laughs> We've got tons of them. I'll, I'll, have, to tell, I'll have to tell the story uh, on the Uncensored podcast this week. But there is anytime I hear even somebody say operator, it doesn't even matter what the scenario is. It could be an old movie and somebody goes, call the operator. I start laughing out loud because of one of their songs and the reaction that myself and Riz had during it. Oh, I think you've told this story before. Oh, man. I I'll tell it on the I podcast like, this week. I like that band. I, I, I don't mind that band either. What was their main song? Do you remember? Soul Crusher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Soul Crusher. <laughs> wow. They do sound like the generic movie or a band in a movie that, you know, like the girlfriend's dating a guy in a band and this is the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The hit a, song, Soul a Crusher. Song called Soul Crusher. Dude. Wow. It's great for car Fantastic. chases. And immediately they would, you know, ladies and gentlemen, here's Operator. And he'd come out and you're like, oh, there's his nipples. All right. Yeah, immediately shirt off. Huh. I think it was an MMA guy, too. I can't hear the word Operator and not instantly have Smooth Operator in my head. Uh, Sade. Yeah. Every single time that... Who does a great cover? Oh, Deftones do a great cover of Smooth Operator. No, it's No Ordinary Love by Sade. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's one of my favorite yeah, Deftones right. songs. I know it's a Sade song. Yeah. Well, they I should do a cover of Smooth Operator. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. <laughs> All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. Brought to you by Emco Ranger, protecting people and property from pests since 1965. Uh, a little more on that uh, college admissions scandal. You know how you were saying, hey, I think these people are not going to see a day in jail. And then you've said, eh. Well, Lori Laughlin, you know, she got those new charges on her. And yep. Well, the prosecutors are saying there is one way that everybody here can stay out of jail. And that's to go to court and be found not guilty. Because other than that, everybody's going to go to jail. Wow. Believe it or not. They are saying, I mean, you know, 50 people, including Laughlin and some other people, you know, and uh, they are saying, look, they're, they're going to make an example out of these people. It could be a couple of months. It could be a year. It could be a year and a half. It could be 20 years. But they are going to go to jail if found guilty. Uh, Laughlin is looking at 20 years. Huffman is looking at one per different reports that I've read. Now, William H. H. Macy, who is uh, Felicity Huffman's uh, husband, husband, he was not charged. Here's the only thing that I can tell you he, uh, uh, him related to this is supposedly this is uh, putting a uh, dagger in their marriage. And he is super pissed off and super upset. And supposedly this is hurting their marriage. Like he's mad at his wife, according to reports. How do you do this? And he's not. I thought didn't he have was knowledge kind of implicit in this, but one would think he was caught on on a recording talking about something kind of illegal. Yeah. But since it never went through, mm -hmm. he wasn't charged for so it. So it's saying that this is causing conflict in their marriage. I'm I sure can't it imagine. Is. I can't imagine she did this without his Listen, knowledge. Anybody's marriage, if one of the partners is facing potential jail time, could be a stress in the marriage. Yeah. I guess so. So why did Lori Laughlin launder this money? And why did she pay big money to get her kids into USC? And we have an answer from I'll, I'll tell you exactly why. Okay. I'm sure a lot of these parents, it's the same thing. 
because I want my daughter to go to this school. Status symbol, exactly. Status. These people that supposedly know Lori that are coming out and doing interviews are saying that she literally wanted to be able to say, yeah, my, my girls kid, are, my community girls college? USC. My girls, USC. Yeah. yeah. Community college? Uh-uh. You're a Laughlin or a Massimo or whatever you are. <laughs> you're a Giannulli. G- you're a Giannulli. Giannulli's don't go to community college. <laughs> you just said her last Trace. name was the clothing company that her dad owns. You're a Massimo. <laughs> <laughs> and then dad's first name. It's dad's first name. Uh, so for her little status symbol, that could get her 20 years in prison. So, 20 years? Yeah. It was worth it. I mean, but my daughters went to USC. Yeah. yeah. Well, look at so that. I'm going to miss the graduation ceremony. But, uh, yeah, USC. Uh, R. Kelly's old stuff still making a bunch of money for him. And uh, Mr. Kelly still owes uh, a landlord almost $174,000. So his landlord knew exactly where to go and what to do to collect that back rent. Went right to his music studio. Well, not to his music studio. The rent is owed for his music studio. He went right to Sony Music Holdings. Midwest Commercial Funding uh, issued a subpoena for Sony Music Holdings saying, hey, we get we need money. And they were able to get the company to freeze $264,535 in Kelly's biannual royalty account. So Sony probably didn't care about giving up that because, first of all, it wasn't their money, but they dropped R. Kelly anyway. So that's what they had to do to get their rent money from him. So even that source of money is now going away. Uh, At this point, if I told you Kim Kardashian was going to be an astronaut, would it surprise you? She's too tall. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, especially with the hair. I don't know if the suit's going to, I don't know if they could put the straps around her in the front or not. Uh, she's not going to be an astronaut, but did yeah, that, you hear can that ass what fit she, in that spacesuit? I don't yeah, know. I, I did hear what she's planning on doing. She is going to be a lawyer now. She's already studying to be a lawyer. We and need it is, more lawyers. Oh, it is good. It is happening. She's not going to go to law school. In California, they have a reading the law program where you study on your own. Then you get a, a practicing attorney to give you an internship. She's doing that. She's doing a four-year apprenticeship. Her I don't know how was, she got that. Her dad was a pretty well-known yeah. and uh, accomplished lawyer. Yeah, she got an apprenticeship with someplace in San Francisco. She's uh, going to take the bar exam in 2022. And as you say, I mean, dad back in the day with the OJ trial, she says that's all she ever did was looked at his files of evidence. And everything. Hey, if you can pass the bar, good on you. Yep. Good luck with that. Uh, Avengers Endgame going to be pretty big at the box office, wouldn't you think? Probably going to crush some records. Opening weekend record of $257.7 million that Infinity War set back in April. But how big is it going to be? Going to be big. Huge, huge big. Sold out more advanced tickets in its first week than uh, The Force Awakens, previous record holder. It's outpacing Infinity War 5 to 1 in ticket sales oh right now. Oh, my goodness. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. Wow. Yeah, more tickets in its first 24 hours than any movie in history. And according to uh, a couple of websites, thousands of showtimes uh, at theaters across the country are being sold out. So they're actually adding more showtimes. Uh-huh. And the times are like between 4 a.m. and 7 a.m. just to fit it in. Like wow. literally these theaters are going to be doing 24-hour stuff yeah. almost. They're adding like an hour to the day, actually. Yeah. 1330. Wow. <laughs> It's so 13 it's o'clock. Tw- it's yeah. going to be 25 hours on, on release day, huh? Who is the most uh, least respected Avenger? Uh, Hawkeye. Hawk- Gary. Hawkeye. That's- and he's uh, finally getting a little nope, bit of Scott's respect. Scott's right. Gary, who always stays back while the Avengers yeah. are doing their thing. Yep. Somebody's got to make coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Hawkeye's job. Who cleans the suits? Hawkeye. Gary does. <laughs> Gary's like the gopher. The well, forgotten Avenger. <laughs> Hawkeye's apparently going to be doing a series for that uh, Disney streaming service, Disney Plus. Uh, Jeremy Renner Jeremy actually. Gopher. 
What'd you say? Gary the Gopher. <laughs> He's actually not even going to be starring in it. His character is going to be passing the torch to Kate Bishop. You guys familiar with that? No. A female version of Hawkeye for the comics. His uh, his superpower is to get stains out of uh, the suits. <laughs> what is that? Uh, grease? I got this. Is that blood? Starch you gotta boy. Gotta soak it. Uh, she's part of the uh, <laughs> young. Knows. She's part of the young Avengers, so that's going to be passed along to her. So, uh, speaking of Disney, they released the first official uh, trailer for their live-action version of The Lion King. Uh, that's up on the oh, blog yeah, if you want to check it out. It comes out July nineteenth. Look piece. at this. It's a little piece. What is that? This is the Marvel Universe wiki page. Gary, cameraman who let Tony Stark use his news van to find the man. <laughs> so there is a Gary yeah. here. <laughs> Don't blow his cover. <laughs> Gary in a, in a vest and trucker hat. That's, that's, <laughs> looking that's like his too. uniform. Yeah, he looks like Seabed. Life's not fair, is it, my little friend? While some are born to feast, others spend their lives in the dark. Uh, speaking of the Avengers, uh, John Favreau, who directed the Iron Man movies and is in uh, the Avengers, is the director of this new, new line. And he's game. right. Some people spend their life on the dock. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Begging for scraps. Everything you see exists together in a delicate balance. While others search for what they can take. Well, this seems to be his thing because he did the trouble book. for what he can give. John Favreau. Which I thought was good too. I saw the Jungle Book at that drive-in theater. The one over in Illinois. Was that, is that Belleville? I've never seen that yet. That would have been cool. Oh, it's really cool. I really enjoyed it. I know some some people weren't, weren't big wasn't fans. A, to be honest with you, and this is going to sound really weird, but I wasn't a big fan of the Jungle Book the cartoon. Oh, see, that's where see, we I differ. I was a big fan of I like the books. But, like, I loved, loved The Lion King. Still yeah. do. I still do, too. And this is almost shot for shot. It's so, so, so it seems. Mm-hmm. Skyview is the place where you went and saw it. Yeah. yeah. Pretty neat. I'm and excited. you said this dude, Lion King, looks good. Oh, yeah. it looks incredible. What, what did you guys think of what the new Hellboy looks like? Is anybody. I wasn't into the first ones. Okay. The first ones I absolutely loved. I saw the trailer for the, or the little teaser, or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. It almost seems like it's too much. The new Hellboy with David Harbour yeah. from Stranger Things. Yeah, sure. not, not so good on the Rotten Tomatoes. 13%. Uh, I, IGN.com, 4 out of 10. Metacritic, 35%. Does that come out this weekend? I don't remember, and I'm sorry I don't have it in front of you. I'm uh, assuming if they're getting the scores around. I don't know. But it, did, you, did, you sit, did like, you sit down and watch the other ones, or did you just kind of give up on them? Hellboy? Yeah, it, com- it comes out tomorrow. I, I, never saw, I never saw any of them. I'd give it a shot. Because if you watch it, there's a lot of like hidden comedy. There's some cool ass action that goes on. Like, That's Ron Perlman is. Yeah, uh-huh. Ron Perlman is Hellboy. Yeah, in the, the originals. Old. So here, so I, I told you all the bad, re, you know, scores. Here's some of the some of the reviews. Cinema Blend says, "quote messy piece of work that doesn't seem quite sure what it wants to be or who it is." Uh, for which especially uh, suffers from bad one-liners and clever bits. Slash film, one of the worst comic book movies ever made. Savage. One out of ten score, unpleasant, dreadful, and obnoxious. Hollywood Reporter says, too many action sequences. Its characters are uninteresting. The design of Hellboy himself is questionable. And other stuff that I read said, it is bloody, 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 gory, bloody. 
and the special, the CGI is horrible. Oh. That's what to that's today's what I standards. Yeah, that's what I yeah. thought. So really? that Whoa. that Hellboy on Rotten Tomatoes got a thirteen percent. Okay, the, the one that comes out tomorrow. The original got an eighty-one percent. The sequel got an eighty-six percent. Huh. I noticed uh, everybody is doing streaming now. Everybody here has Hulu. Everybody's got Netflix. Yes. Yeah. Uh, YouTube TV. Some of us, uh, some of us not. I don't. I don't have YouTube TV. I, don't I, think I, I do YouTube either. Red, which is you could get like their shows. Right. What's YouTube? I thought you TV? did the trial. I, the I did the trial and then canceled yeah, before they right. charged I did me. the same thing for for <laughs> Toby Kai or Kobe Tai or whatever her it's, name it's was. It's Cobra Kai. I know Kobe Tai is a porn star. Uh, so everybody is noticing that streaming very very popular. So guess what? Price is going up. Yesterday, Google announced that the price of a subscription to YouTube TV is going up from ten bucks a month, just a little bit, to fifty bucks a month. Whoa! I don't even know. What? I don't know I, YouTube TV. I didn't either. I just look. I'm looking it up right now. It looks awesome. It's got so, ten to fifty. So look at this. Right. It's got discovery. They're going to be adding eight channels: Discovery, HGTV, Food Network, uh, also the Own Network, oh, Oprah Winfrey Network. Oh, so they're trying to be a cable company. This yes. is this this is. This yes. isn't just like, hey, we're going to stream and, so and take on Netflix. Right this there. is, hey, we want to take you away from cable companies. And There's the other networks. Oh. oh, wow. They have a lot of networks on there. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So that's 50 bucks a month going up from 10 And also, according to CNN, I read that Netflix, AT&T, DirecTV now, they're raising their prices. Hulu's live TV uh, product recently went Does Apple TV do that? $5 to $45 per month. Do uh, have the networks like that? No, no, no. See, Apple TV is is free. That's just it's a Apple TV device. Yeah, it's a it's okay. a it's a platform. And, and then you have to get Hulu. Or but they are apps. rolling out a service of it like soon. Yeah, soon they are. Right. That's what the, yeah. they, remember oh, they see, made that big announcement. That. Apple Apple TV Plus is what they're yes. calling it. Yeah. And that's Apple TV Plus is this for that. So like basically think of think of Apple TV as a Roku as a Chromecast. Mm. That's the device to get YouTube TV or Hulu or Netflix. Huh. Uh, Mi- uh, Mila Jojovich is in that uh, the new Hellboy, and she her husband is the director from Resident Evil, all the Resident Evil movies what's, that she what's did. What's his name? Paul W. S. Anderson. Oh yeah, he's a, he's a pretty big time director. Yeah. He's done a lot of things. Okay, so they're married. They got a couple of kids, and they still sleep together as a family. Like the four of them sleep together in one bed as a family with the kids. Yeah, one's four. How is that for the sex life? One's four. The other one's eleven. Is that healthy? I mean, I don't, what are they, co-sleeping, as they call that? I don't know what, huh. she just says they all sleep in the same bed as a family. Uh, and the 11-year-old, she said, is start of sort of threatening to go to her room at some point. But then she says that, uh, I know how lonely you'll get without me. So she stays in the bed with yeah, them. I just, I is that good for the kids? a little kids? weird. I just, I know she says it helps them stay that. connected as a family. Yeah, she's, but she's kind of a... Um, she's very crunchy. Yeah, I know. Not in the way that you're thinking. It's almost like this weird sort of like artsy hipsy. Uh, it's uh, almost like uh, artsy hippie. Maya Bialik is the same way. Yeah, but she's not um, as imposing. It, it, it seems uh, she co sleeps. I know this. Yeah, but she was. She's real. Like this is why and blah blah blah. And I think uh, Mila's a, a little. Less based on what? In your face about it. Um, yeah. I know this sounds like name driving, but we have uh, quite a few of mu- mutual friends actually, and they all speak so highly of her and say she's just Ooh, the Mila? coolest. Yes, the coolest. A million years ago, she was awesome. Kids? I'm not going to tell anybody how to parent, parent right, their own yeah. way. I don't know. I mean, unless it's harming, you know, detrimental to the health, well-being of your kid. Is that know. is that yeah. very healthy? I mean, people did you, did you thousands read? upon thousands of years. That seems to be 
one of those, uh, you know, the kid. I remember my kids used to run into our bed all the time. Yeah. And would get the hell back. Well, so I set the traps. Yeah. You, uh, traps. You're welcome for that. Did you read idea. the quote from her? I mean, I, I paraphrased it. We've she been said, co-sleeping for years with our daughter, and I feel that it's helped us stay connected as a family. She said the 11-year-old keeps sort of threatening to go to her yeah. own room at some point, but she's like, I know you get lonely yes, without me. I did read that, yes. And then, and then this one here, she says that they have a king-size bed and a double that they push together, and her husband sleeps in the crack the whole time. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Yeah, I don't know. Does this guy have any say in anything? I'm sure, th- I'm sure this guy is tortured. She says 95% of the world sleeps in the crack of of his king size bed. Maybe that's what he wants. She says 95% of the world sleeps together as a family. That's what she says. Not with an 11-year-old, though, right? I don't know. And again, when you're talking about health and mental health, you have to think of like psychological health, and you also have to think of cultural health. So obviously, culturally speaking, people are going to insist... And even convince these kids that what they did, what they dealt with as kids is unhealthy. But who knows? I mean, yeah. I'm sure like you said, I'm what guy wants to parent, sleep in the but... crack of, the, of his king size bed when you push the double bed up against it? I have an answer for you as far as how's that for the sex life. How is it? They have once a week date nights at hotels because obviously when you share a bed, you got to get creative about how you're going to make the next baby. That's what she said. Huh. And they have a beach property too. She says, for us, it worked because my husband and I, especially when we make movies together, we're working 15 hours a day. We get to see the kids at lunch, but we don't get that time to connect. So sometimes nighttime is the only time to reconnect. Nighttime is the right time. Okay. That sounds hippy-dippy. That's not exactly like a shocking thing, but I found a list on BuzzFeed with uh, unexpected celebrity facts. Kind of some, not really shocking, but just stuff you didn't know. Screw you, hippie. Hey. (laughs) Megan Mullally. Uh, from Will and Grace, a very high-pitched lady from uh, Will and Grace. She had a part in Finding Nemo, but they fired her because they wanted her to do that voice, her Will and Grace and she voice, do it. and she refused yeah. to do that. Yeah. Whoa. Did she refuse to do it because she didn't want to do it, or does no, did, I, maybe I read, they own I actually, the character? I actually read about this, that is when she was hired, they said you could do whatever voice you wanted, and they kept insisting she do that voice, and she and she oh. refused. Hmm. Well, that's kind of And they said no thanks. cool. I mean, that's not cool for them to say you can put your spin on it, and then when you put your spin on it, they go, no. Yeah, why don't you try it this way, like you do on Will and Grace. Right, yeah. But I wonder if it was NBC Intellectual Property is what you were alluding to, right? No, I'm sure they work. I wonder. I'm sure Disney works that out. Yeah. Betty White, old, actually is older than sliced bread. (laughs) Betty White. She was born January 17th, 1922. The first time pre-sliced loaf of bread was sold, 1928. Neat. Shirley Temple, such a talented child actor that people were convinced she was actually just a dwarf. (laughs) The Vatican actually sent someone to investigate. Elvis, actually a natural blonde. Believe it or not. I didn't know that. That's right. It was on the internet, so I guess it's true. Is there Uh, there any picture? I'd love to see a picture of Elvis. I I knew that he died, like, he dyed his hair starting at, like, 25. He also died on the toilet. He did. Mm -hmm. Christopher Walken used to be a... Lion Tamer, believe it or not. Uh, let's see, Martin Luther King Jr., Barbara Walters, and Frank, all born on, in the same year, 1929. Rock Hudson had affairs with two people, Elizabeth Taylor and... I knew this. James Dean. James Dean, while filming the movie Giant, allegedly. Mark Wahlberg has three nipples. Harry Styles has four. Jason Statham was a professional diver before be, before he became oh, an there's, actor. Oh, there's actually a video of that, him in the Commonwealth Games. Oh, really? Diving, a yeah. diver? No way. He, and he's got hair. You know, Jason Statham, you think, is the bald guy. Right. But he's got hair. 
Robin Williams' daughter Zelda was na- actually named after the video, video game. game. Oh Legend my of Zelda. Gosh, because he was that such a huge fan. Is crazy looking, dude. He looks like he's playing a movie role. Yeah, that's him. Wow. He work out. He works out, doesn't he? Uh, Humphrey Bogart had two, was two inches shorter than Ingrid Bergman, so he wore platform shoes and sometimes actually stood on a box to uh, look taller in Casablanca. Uh, singer Eartha Kitt, you remember her? She was the black cat woman on the old uh, Batman TV show. Had a threesome with Paul Newman and that slut, James Dean. <laughs> Again, allegedly. Uh, Eartha Kitt, huh? Yeah. Uh, Angela Lansbury, back in the 70s, moved her family from Hollywood to Ireland. Why? Because her daughter was getting mixed up with the Manson family. Mm. So she and her son was hooked on heroin. Two more. B. Arthur was one of the first members of the Women's Reserve in the Marine Corps in the 1940s. Did not know that. You ever, and, see, young, you ever see young pictures of B. Arthur? It doesn't look like the same person. Let's see. Young pictures of B. Arthur. Here's a mugshot. Wow. I think she got arrested during some kind of protest. Yeah, look, look, look. Trico's got on the screen. Is uh-huh. that, would you go, who is that? The Queen of England. That don't look like B. Arthur. Oh, Not at right. all. And I don't know about this 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 last one here, but it says Tom Cruise's front right tooth is in the center of his mouth. I knew yeah. this. Is it, it true? Sucks. Oh, yeah. I knew this since like uh, the, since the, the oh, okay. junior high. It, it sucks. I did a Google. What you and see, now you can't see it. unsee yeah. it. My teacher, I had a social studies teacher tell me that in like junior high school. Yeah. You cannot and unsee that now. Yeah. I cannot get that out of my head. My mother's teeth are kind of similar. Well, they said Tom Cruise had so much dental work. Yeah. That it, his teeth are not. Have you seen where the movies? I forget which oh. movies. Have you seen the movies before he got the dental work? Before he really like came into his own, started making money and got like his outsiders teeth and Top Gum. Is, is it? I forget which movie. We got to get a studio laugh track, by the way, because I. Anytime Scott says something like that, I got to hit the studio laugh track. <laughs> 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 yeah, what? Like the Outsiders? I don't remember. There's one particular movie where he's like smiling right. a bunch, and you're like, oh my. Is it all the right moves? Maybe because that's yeah. Yeah. that might th- might have been his first movie. I'll find it. Or close to it. Tom Cruise, bad teeth. <laughs> I just typed in the same thing. Oh, boy. <laughs> there's, there's one photo I'm saying, like, whoa. Yeah, That'd they're like. The outsiders. Oh, yeah. That's Outsiders oh. on the left. Oh, right. is that Outsiders? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely Yikesies. Yeah, different looking guys. Oh, I can't stand I can't look at the teeth. Because it's just straight down the center. Uh, your crappy birthdays. I have absolutely no idea who this rapper is, but his name is hilarious, so I included him today. Suicide Christ is 30 years old. Joss Stone is 32. Uh, tattoo artist and reality TV star Chris Nunez is 45. Jennifer Esposito. Yay or nay? Oh, yeah. Uh, what is she from? Spin City, Blue Bloods, Crash. I think she was... Yeah, Spin City, yeah. Uh, I don't know who yeah, she is. You, you know who yeah, she you is. Yeah. She was in Son of Sam. Yeah. You know exactly who she is. She is. Yep. She do it. And she do it too? She do it. She do it or she do it too? She do it too. Oh, yeah. That's a nice looking woman. You know who she kind of reminds me of? She could be sisters with Jillian Barbary. Yeah. But she is 46. Gold Dust the Wrestler is 50. And today's Burton Birthday of the Day, a guy you probably never have heard of, but you know his song. He wrote and sang it first, but you probably never heard it until it was done by the Kingsmen. We're talking the Louie Louie song. 
Richard Berry was the name of the OG singer, and he would have been 84 years old today. A slow birthday day. <laughs> it's, it was not. <laughs> Dick Berry's dead. Listen, it was you tough. Have a today. tattoo artist I've never heard of, and the guy who. Oh, uh, you know who Chris Louis Nunez Louis. is. If you saw Chris Nunez, you'd go, oh, that guy. He's like one of the most famous ones. Uh, today's Port on Birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Angel Dark. And today's birthday girl, she's about as filthy as a restroom at a fat camp in 277 fine films, including Ask Cleavage, Volume 3. Please do not tell my dad. Also in Throw Me Over Your Shoulder, <laughs> Young, Dumb, and Obsessed with Chocolate, Let the Tickling Begin. And who can forget her unforgettable role in Double Parked Volume 11, Bumper Stickers. That's a second day in a row for yep. a Double Parked. You got it. <laughs> Angel Dark, 37 years old. That's your porno birthday, crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrity. Let me tell you about my insurance agent, the number one Allstate insurance agent in the St. Louis metropolitan area. That is Tracy Bibb. Everybody needs insurance. Everybody wants a good deal, and this is why you need to call Tracy to get that no-obligation quote. And when you make the switch, maybe she could save you a couple hundred bucks off your premiums every year. Not going to know until you call her. 314-352-4494. 314-352-4494. Or text QUOTE to 65780. We'll send you all her info. Tracy Bibb, Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? Hey, this is Whitney Cummings, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I love you. All right, a couple things to tell you about. Uh, later on this afternoon, 1130 to be precise, uh, Moon will be at the Lion's Choice a uh, newly remodeled Lion's Choice on Hanley Road. Darn right, South Hanley location, and uh, the first 105 people come in, they get free roast beef. How about that? Plus, I have Point Fest tickets to give out. Are so they just yeah. going to give them a handful of roast beef? Because that's <laughs> awesome. That would be Free great. roast beef. Free roast beef. Loose roast beef. <laughs> yeah, no, you just walk in, there's just a still take it. There's just a bucket. You just take it and go. <laughs> no, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to stock up on, uh, on some of the seasoning, you know, because yeah. they sell the seasoning now. And, uh, and have about a week's worth of fries in, in a two-hour period for me. So it'll be great. Just I wonder if you get a barrel full of that stuff. <laughs> if you ask nicely, I'm sure they give you. Oh, the seasoning? A barrel full of seasoning. Oh, dude, I have a ton. I have a cabinet filled with it. I'm getting it for gifts for, uh, for, for a birthday coming up. That's a gift? Yeah. Dude, I cook with it. I, I'm, I've been cooking with that stuff before they sold it. I would take the little uh, the little buckets, you know, and oh, just yeah. use a little yeah. on my fries, and then just oh, now yeah, now you could buy it, right? The rest. Oh yeah, now, now you could buy it straight up, full on. Hmm. Yeah, I grill with that. It goes on all our vegetables. Uh, Friday, your fresh, uh, your first chance to get that uh, Jeff Burton sexy calendar. Good times. That's tomorrow. Hot shots, Manchester, starting at five, ten bucks. Yeah, and uh, Jeff will sign it if you would like. Absolutely. And if you can't make it out Friday, there's going to be another opportunity, and we'll let you know about that as soon as it becomes uh, solid. Yeah, and I actually had a couple of people email in and ask, you know, about payment. Oh, credit cards yeah. will be accepted. Credits and debits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Credits, debits, cash? No, no cash. No cash. Oh, no cash. No, just Sorry, no credit. Cannot do cash. Just credit and debit. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for correcting me. You're welcome. Like I said, no cash. There you go. Thanks for paying attention. <laughs> Remember when Riz was the first one to say no cash? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was, but I guess not. Hey, the, uh, the parent company of uh, Snickers, M&M's, and a bunch of other candies, they're doing their world's sweetest internship thing again this summer. Did it last year. It's a three-month paid position in Chicago. And if you like chocolate, this may be the best job ever. Responsibilities include traveling around to different manufacturing plants and taste testing new candy that has not been released yet. That's cool. Plus, you get a year's <laughs> worth of free candy as a bonus. You have to be 21 to apply, have at least a high school diploma or your GED, 
And I guess you could just go online and search World's Sweetest Internship, and you can apply online with your resume. But for us, for those of us here in St. Louis, Chicago's not a not a far place. No, not too Summer far. Summer internship. Uh, Patagonia. Do we know who Patagonia is? Yes. Clothing the com- company. The company? Yeah. Clothing company. They are suing Anheuser-Busch because Anheuser-Busch launched a new beer called, ready for this, Patagonia. Oh. And if you look at the Patagonia bottle, it's got a mountain logo just like the Patagonia clothing company. Uh. Patagonia is outdoor clothes. Yeah, but isn't Patagonia like an area in Chile where the mountains are? Yeah, it's sort of something like that. So unless they trademarked it for retail purposes. I'm sure Patagonia is trademarked. I thought Patagonia was like a part of the Andes. Yeah, it's a it's a place. I know that. So their lawsuit says that the U.S. Trademark Office should never have granted A.B. the right to name their new beer Patagonia. They also accuse A.B. of trying to confuse customers by launching the beer at Colorado ski resorts <laughs> where sales associates hand out the beer while dressed in black jackets with Patagonia written on them. That's kind of sneaky. They're also handing out free swag, like beanies and scarves and T-shirts with the logo. That's, I can understand the confusion. I can understand This was in Colorado? That. Yes. I can understand mm. that, but that just might be, like, really clever business. Uh, you know, like, oh, this is a tough one because— I would think A.B. would do their due diligence. Of course, but you, get, you got A.B., who's got mountains on all the bush— uh, stuff has since the uh, 70s or 80s or whenever Bush was launched. <clears throat> so it's got the whole, you know, run for the mountains, run for the mountains of Bush. You got mountains. Patagonia is, if I'm remembering right, is a part of the Andes mountains, uh, which is what I thought the clothing company named it after. So I don't know. They could put up a fight pretty easily, I think. Well, they're demanding A, B, like the trademark be canceled. And all money made from the beer be handed over to them. Wow. I don't know about that. <laughs> was I right? Was hey, I shoot for the stars, yeah. man. Yeah, you're right. See what you get. Well, what I was looking up was there's Argentina. a there's a company called Boco. Have you heard of this company? B-O-C-O. And it, it stands for uh, something Colorado. Maybe maybe Boulder, Colorado. But it's a, you know, it's an out, it's a hat company, basically. Mm-hmm. And a lot of their logos, you, you're trying to tell me you don't think Patagonia when you see those these hats? And they're yeah. literally in Colorado doing this. Yeah, but the name is Patagonia. Oh, I understand yeah. that. Yeah, I'm yeah, just saying, you, you mentioned the, the mountains thing, though, right? But it's the two. But it's, it's the name, and then you throw the mountains in there right. on the logo. And I know what I'm saying is Bush, Anheuser-Busch is not the only ones ripping this Wait, off. Wait, is, is this like a, a Budweiser, Patagonia? Like, that's the type of beer, or this is a new brand it's of a, beer? It looks like, it's, it says Patagonia Belgian Ale or Belgian Lager. It's a new... It I know, but I'm saying, does it have like the AB logo on it? It's it's not like a hey, this is a Budweiser yeah, product. Look at the look at the look at the logo. Because uh, that would be slightly different, I think. It's not Anheuser Busch's Patagonia. It just says. Oh. You would have no idea that's an AB company. N- yeah, but I also I would not confuse that and think it's the clothing company because it's nowhere near the clothing logo. Yeah, it's a mountain, but it's not. No, that see that doesn't look. I would never think the clothing company. I would never think the clothing company. I would think, oh, that's some South American beer that came from Argentina or someplace. I, I, with I don't, the font, right? Yeah. Yeah. Until I saw the story, I didn't. I haven't thought about the Patagonia clothing company for 
forever. You know what's funny is I, I see that stuff everywhere, and it's expensive, really good, awesome stuff, and I want it. But I don't have any because I can't afford it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like the but bags. You can afford the beer, dude. Anytime, yeah. Anytime I see somebody with a Patagonia bag, I'm like, damn, they spent a lot of money. That's a good bag. Yeah. That's yeah. a real nice bag. I'd love that. And anytime I see a kid in like Patagonia gear, I'm like, damn, dude, that kid's wearing two hundred fifty dollars around. Yeah. Like, as a nine year old. <laughs> uh, speaking of beer, uh, get excited because you could win a ton of beer, free beer, this Sunday. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this is going to get you less excited because it's natural light. Why would that get you less excited? Some people don't like natural light. Get out of here. Stop it. I don't think I've ever had it. <laughs> natural light. Natural light is the cool beer to hate, by the way. You drink Are they natural the Nickelback light? of beers? You, you drink natural light? Ha! Get out of here. Are they the Nickelback of beers? I think so. Natty Light is randomly giving away a year's worth of beer to someone on Twitter every time a golfer makes a birdie in the final round of the Masters this weekend. Also, a lot of people could possibly Dang. win beer. So to enter, you have to log on uh, onto Twitter this Sunday and tweet hashtag birdie light and hashtag sweepstakes. And if you win, you'll get a direct message from Natty Light's official Twitter account. And going through last year's stats... There were 234 birdies in the final round. Wow. Dang. They're all in with this, um, with spending money behind Natty Light. Because aren't they the ones with the strawberry l- lemonade? Or, yeah. Or oh, the, the Natterday. Or- yeah. They, Natterday. Yeah, yeah. And they're doing those big cooler, what, what 73, the 73 packs, 74 packs. Oh, 77, right, yeah. 77 packs. It is the year of natural light. So you might, you might want to enter... Even if you don't like golf, I mean, this is yeah. If you, you like money or beer, um, I didn't realize boxed wine could get less classy. But here you go, uh, Franzia. <laughs> it's it's Franzia, right? Yeah. Am I yeah. saying that right? Or Franzia? I'm not sure. Or can you say it either way? Halfway through the box, it changes. <laughs> you can't go wrong. Just like with boxed wine, you can't go wrong. There's nothing wrong with boxed wine. They just debuted mini boxed wines that are basically just like. An adult juice box. Love it. Why did it take this long? I don't know, but if you look at these things, you go, this is a juice box for adults. Yeah. Each one is 500 milliliters, which is about uh, three glasses. A normal bottle of wine is about 750 milliliters. But So this is perfect if you want, if you want more than a glass or, or two, but aren't quite ready for the... For the judgment that comes with drinking straight out of the bottle. This this isn't new. This is new for Franzia, though. Yeah, Franzia. May I ask a question? Does, uh, does, it, does it come with the straw that you pull off the side and pop through the hole at the top? I, I don't know. So it does, you know what it is? It's this. That's exactly what it is. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, like the coconut water bottles? Yep. Mm-hmm. This is exactly. This is 325. There's is 500, so it's a little bit bigger. You said 500? 500. Bottles, so, boxes. so it's a little bit bigger than this, yeah. This is exa- it's exactly what it is. We grew up in the perfect time because we we grew up in elementary school where we had the milk cartons and you're opening the milk cartons mm-hmm. and now they're making wine for us in the same stuff. It's lovely. So there are four different types. You get the Pinot Grigio, the Chardonnay, the crisp white, and Jeff's favorite, the rosé. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're calling them uh, Little Franz wines bo- wine boxes. <laughs> so Franz. <funny>. Little Franz. <laughs> nothing wrong with box wine. Telling you, it's better than 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 a lot of the high end bottles. Listen, sometimes. it's all about light. That's right. Light destroys wine. I took a, I took a winery tour once. Yeah. I know. Feel no shame, wine uh, uh, box winers. Here's a, here's a commercial. 
you for being a friends. This it. is real, by the way. Yeah. This no is a, way. Yes, it is. Thank you for being a friends. Travel down the road and back again. <laughs> Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. This is bye, real. Bye, bye. If you threw a party. Thank you for being a friends. Invited. And the card attached would say, thank, thank you, you for being, being a friend. friend. I want to thank you. Okay. That makes me feel odd. <laughs> I you hate I mean? everything about I it. Just, I mean, like celebrating relying or being friends with alcohol, it just seems a little unhealthy. The, that particular choice. Yeah, of, you can uh, say that about anything. <laughs> I, I you can say also. that about enjoying burgers together or coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could say that about anything. I guess so. That just made me feel a little strange. And I'm, you know, I'm a a wine defender. Uh so Aldi, <laughs> the center aisle is the like the cool aisle at Aldi. Yep. Like that's where they got the cool kind of seasonal stuff, right? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 the it's the it's the it's the junk drawer of aisles. It's the head. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's, hey, this is awesome, guys. Look at this. Oh, look, it's pool I'm getting season. a pool doodle. <laughs> I'm getting a generator, a power washer, and a fire pit. Yeah. This yeah. is awesome. You, know you get sucks? a power washer there? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I've seen an Aldi with a with a laptop computer before. Grab a fire pit and a shovel while you're there. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. And one of those and avocados. You I can need knee. avocados. <laughs> and kneeing pads for when you're gardening. And they're green, ah. too. Well, you know, when I, was, when I was there over the weekend, I noticed that wouldn't you hate it if your product was a food product on the other side of that aisle? Because everybody's looking here going, oh, what do we got today? And everything behind you, you don't even look at. Mm. So at the Aldi, I put the crap on the other side of that aisle. At the Aldi by me, it is the crap. It's the seasonings. Yeah, that's what it is. At, at well, the one I own. This summer, guys, impress your friends. And press your friends at your barbecue by making not just burgers and hot dogs, but also pizza. Because Aldi is selling an outdoor pizza oven called the Garden Line Barbecue Pizza Oven, which works as an attachment for your existing barbecue. And you cook pizzas up to 12 inches in size. What? So I just pulled this up. It's the Sizzlin' Deal Weekly Ad Best of the, uh, the Aldi Middle Aisle. So there's a seat cushion, a folding chair, <laughs> an 80-gallon deck box. Ooh, I need that. Well, uh, do they still have these pizza ovens? A, a, a full-size lawnmower. lawnmower. Oh, Goodness. And you get a, a uh That's got seven cutting blower. heights. And a weed whacker. At Aldi. And a llama. Well, I'm missing out. I'm going to go and get that box. <laughs> the for box for the, for the hose? That's actually... No, this 80-gallon this like jack box things, right? where you put the... Yeah, you put the cushions. Oh, that, yeah. And finally, as far as consumer news goes, uh, this might make sense if you've got a really big family or Jeff Burton lives with you. Uh... Charmin is now selling like comically big rolls of toilet paper. I did not. I th I thought this was fake. It's not. It's supposed to last up to a month per roll. <laughs> I'll put that to the test. They're called. Oh, no. They're called. <laughs> Challenge accepted. They're called forever rolls. Uh huh. And they come in two different sizes: a single user version with 850 sheets, and a multi version, a multi user version that's 1,700 sheets per roll. Moon. How, this is real. Is a, and not a, a joke. A regular. A regular wow. roll has a regular roll of Charmin has seventy seven sheets. Yeah, but that's not like truck stop style. They they, they it's still it's Charmin. Thick. It's still the, it's, Char the real it's stuff. regular Charmin. Oh yeah, there's nothing there's nothing that goes faster in my house than toilet paper and small fruits. 
Like if I buy raspberries or blackberries or blueberries, mm. all of them gone. We have three of packages. In there? Maybe the two of them have something to do with each three other. Three packages gone in one hour. So a multi-user roll of Charmin is like 22 regular rolls. They're so big, they don't fit on most uh, dispensers, so you have to buy a special holder. Or you get one for free if you buy a quote-unquote starter kit. I'm looking right now at the starter kit. You can get a multi-user kit with three rolls and a stand for 30 bucks. Yeah. Or a single-user kit for $16.50. <laughs> That's funny. And you can save more money if you sign up for their subscription service and then have them auto-shipped. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, the kid it, on grocery day, the kids are like locusts. I mean, all the all the expensive stuff too, like raspberries. Those aren't cheap, mm -mm. and they're gone, gone. Raspberries and teepee, huh? Mm -hmm. At the Moon household, it doesn't last. Yeah. And now there's this. It's the Rizzuto Show, douchebag of the day. And I think this man is uh, well deserving of today's douchebag of the day. It's a guy named Andrew Lippy. Mr. Lippy. Thank you very much, Mr. Lippy. He is 59 years old, and he lives in the Florida Keys, and this guy is filthy rich. Late last month, he bought a private island with a huge estate for $8 million. He actually owns a 12-bedroom mansion that was used for uh, the 17th season of The Real World. Oh, Tony, watch that. Sure. <laughs> where Where is this island? He bought where's this, the mansion? I guess it's in Florida. So he bought his own private island for $8 million. And even though he's got plenty of money, he got arrested on Saturday for trying to steal 300 bucks worth of stuff from Kmart. Okay. What? Yep. Jeez. Apparently, he needed stuff for his new mansion because right after he closed on it last month, he bought two new coffee makers, eight light bulbs, and a bed skirt at, at Kmart. Then police say he put other stuff in the boxes and tried to return them. So, like the box for the for the bed skirt, he put a pillowcase in it. He replaced the light bulbs with other light bulbs, and he put a basketball in the in the Keurig coffee uh, coffee maker box. Wow, I'm looking at the MTV house that, that these guys had. You can rent it right now, and since it's off season, it's only twenty seven hundred bucks a night. It's on an island. Sleeps 20, bedrooms 10. This thing is ridiculous. Gorgeous. So Andrew claims he didn't do it. Somebody else must have switched out the products. So he's facing a felony grand theft charge. He's due in court next week. In general, I think the justice system should treat everybody the same, but this guy deserves extra punishment in my yeah. opinion. I don't think anybody would complain. This guy's trying to steal from Walmart. You just bought an island. Okay. I mean, you got to furnish it. I would think he got money in the bank. But Mr. Lippy is today's douchebag of the day, and Patrico will now dole out the punishment. Well, lucky for us, this Kmart does have guard dogs, so let him lose. Okay, wow. Oh, the crunch at the end. Yikes. <laughs> uh, he, that was just his arm, though, so he's still getting away. On top of this, Kmart, they do have a Gatlin gun, so get him. This guy eluded it, though, which is absolutely insane, but he cannot get away from the bunker buster. <laughs> See you later. He's, this guy's got this house up on the, uh, up, up on the market for rent, and it says... 
ask the owner a question. It's got his name right there. I'm just going to ask him if he needs anything from Kmart on the way down. Just go. Just, just write, why? <laughs> why? What's your favorite Walmart? What are you doing, Mr. Lippy? Hey, real quick, that uh, Patagonia story. Uh-huh. Does it make a difference or does it change anything that you think about the whole situation if you knew that they also brewed their brewed a beer? Patagonia. Oh, Patagonia does? Yeah, mm-hmm. called Long Root Ale. But it's not called Patagonia. It's, it's, I mean, it's got their logo on it. Can, can we see the logos? Cause I mean, ooh, that's a little, it's, it's, it's that makes us very similar. <laughs> <laughs> that will come into play. It's, uh, it's very similar. <laughs> hey guys, Jeff Burton for the Missouri Department of Conservation. I love them. I've been using their conservation areas for years and now we've teamed up to let you know about them. Missouri Outdoor, Mo Outdoors is the name of the app, and you can find all the amazing conservation areas around you. Plug in what you like to do, like hiking for me, and I find all the greater hiking areas in Missouri. It's amazing. Missouri Department of Conservation does great work. Go out and see it and do yourself some good, both physically and mentally. Follow my journey, Jeff Burton, 105.7 on the socials or 1057thepoint.com slash hiking. Hey, before we get into the uh, Craigslist Freak of the Week, we had an email. And uh, the email says, subject line, are you guys aware of this? Is this legit? And I, uh, I click on the on the attachment, and it takes me to an auction website, Riz Show in-studio visit, and it is legit. And if we, we'd actually push this out on the socials, that'd be great. It's out. It's to uh, benefit St. Jude uh, Children's Hospital. And we did this last year, yep. which is, I, I love that charity. So, yeah, bid on an in-studio visit. Hang out here. See how the magic is done. Oh, yeah. See how the stew is made. <laughs> and uh, the money goes to a great cause. I love the little certificate. It says, you know, you get a point prize bag with the shirt and stickers. You get to come and sit on the show, you know, sit in on the show. And then it says, uh, get a world-famous studio tour from That's Jeff right. Burton. <laughs> after the show. The famous studio tour by Jeff Burton after the show. Yeah, let's put that on the socials and uh, to uh, join us in studio here. Bid for a great cause at St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Back to the uh, to the Anheuser-Busch Patagonia thing. So Moon informs me that so AB has been selling this Patagonia beer for a while now. It's just now coming to the States. Yeah, apparently they've been selling it in Argentina for quite some time. Uh, and... Just now unrolling it, in the, uh, uh, you know, rolling it out to the U.S. The test markets are Colorado, the Pacific Northwest, and the Southeast. Well, the Patagonia, they don't like it. They're bummed. They don't like it. Uh-uh. And they're suing. It's going to be uh, interesting to see how that shakes out in court. All right, folks, time for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. And we got three brand new ads for you coming oh, yeah. from Germany. Coming from Canada and coming from Brazil. Oh, Brazil. Brazil. So these are from, uh, you know, Craigslist, the personal sections, misconnections, rants and raves, the for sale stuff we even troll. Find our favorite ads and uh, John Patrico reads them. He'll be back live next week. Should Gonna... be. I mean, unless there's a setback or something, but yes, he should be here next week. Let's think positive. So great. After that hip surgery. So we got him on uh, on recording, him reading the ads. You'll vote via Twitter for your favorite ad, at R-I-Z-Z Show. Voting will officially open 
as soon as John is done reading the third and final ad. And if you're in the chat room, if you would, please send over your name suggestions. Riz Show. Uh, oh, what's our, what's our chat room? 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Get in there. Correct. Okay, thank you. I haven't said that seven gazillion times. Brand new, times. don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, fellas, you ready? Uh-huh. Let's ready. do this. Craigslist Freak of the Week, John Patrico, and ad number one. Looking for my master, man for man, 40-year-old, Berlin, Germany. Looking for a power dom to keep me captive. We can take this a weekend-only thing or a permanent thing. Your choice. I am nothing. I'm no one. I'm less than zero. I'm your toy and only your toy. Do with me what you will. I'll be your sissy plaything. That's okay with me. Just tell me what to do. I am a cis slave and willing to do your bidding. You are my master and daddy. I'm fine with the following. Burning, scat, cutting, bruising, wax play, ropes, whips, and chains. Do you want me to clean the toilet with my tongue? There will be no kissing. I'm a married man, and that's one thing I keep for my wife. Everything else is a go. I don't need your name. You can call me Dieter. If you want to wear a mask, I'm okay with that. Please email me so we can get started. Thanks, my master. All right, that is your first week coming to us from Berlin, Germany. You can call me Dieter. Maybe that's his name. Oh. I didn't know if that was like some like hidden like Yankee phrase or term, term or, or Dieter. Not Jeter. Dieter. Oh yeah, but you know, you mash his name together is That's a something. that's pretty is that that's a pretty common German name, isn't it? Dieter. Oh yeah. I, don't I, know. I have no idea. How like, common. First time I've ever spelled like Dieter. Dieter. D-I-E-T-E-R. I think it's sweet that all these things he's doing, he he takes his toilet mouth home to his wife <laughs> to make out. Hey, I ain't making out with you. Taking my blue teeth home. Oh, good point. <laughs> Honey, come here. Give us a kiss. Well, that's what made it. That's what made the ad stick out to me. Was <laughs> yeah. hey, all this other stuff: cutting, bruising, ropes, whips right. change, yeah. no kissing, because that's for my wife only. I'll date gotta, a yak, but I ain't gonna make out with it. I gotta put my foot down somewhere. Yep. You want me to clean the toilet with my tongue? All right, cool. No kissing, because that's for my wife only. <laughs> the only two places my tongue goes <laughs> is my wife's mouth or toilets. <laughs> Respect. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for somebody to have that as a boundary, is a weird that one. is odd, <laughs> to say the least, huh? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Names for Dieter. Uh, we've got a couple here. We've got Dami Lasorda. We've got Dieter Dinklage. We also have Jarek. We have Jarek Dieter, which I thought was funny. I like uh, Dieter Dinklage. Dieter Dinklage is perfect. Okay. There it is. Yeah, is find out if Dieter is a is a common name in German. It's about Dinklage. Uh, I think it's D I N K L A G E. D I N K L A. It's yeah. It says German from the Germanic personal name, and then it's other stuff. Okay. <laughs> 
D-I-E-T-E-R. Most common names in Germany. Dieter, Gunter, Hans, Horst, Jürgen, Klaus. Jürgen. Manfred, Peter, Ew, and Wolfgang. Ew? Oh, Dieter. U-W-E-T-E-R? Yeah, it's D-I-E-T-E-R. I thought it was Dieter at first. I thought you spelled it, which would have been shocking. It's Dita. 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 Oh, what's that? Sprockets. Welcome to Sprockets. That's where I've heard of it. I was going to say, it sounds like somebody wearing a monocle. I'm Dita. Okay. Craigslist Freak of the Week. Ad number two. You fellas ready? I think so. Let's do do this. Calling all freaks. Woman for woman, 27-year-old, Vancouver, Canada. Hey, ladies. This is for you and you alone. No men, no butch bitches are couples. And don't ask. You man can't watch. I'm five foot four and thick like maple syrup at 200 pounds. You like big giant boobs? I've got them. Also, got me a big old fat ass. Nice and round and chunky. Looking for a no strings attached sexual encounter. You must send a face and body shot with your reply. Not looking to play games or phone tag. If you cannot host, don't even bother. Need a grown, mature woman. I love older chicks. Race is unimportant, but no Latinos. Must be thick like me. Sexy, big-chested, and you gotta have the booty. I want to see your skills, and you better have that carpet removed. I love toys, sexy movies, and tribbing. I'm sexy, and you won't be disappointed. After we're all sexed out, you'll be making me dinner. Let's get at this thing tonight. (laughs) Don't even bother. Don't even bother. Oh, bother. (laughs) (laughs) And he said some word. I forgot what it was, but he had, like, bubbles in his face and just went, big old fat ass. Big old fat ass. Oh, that's one of my favorite reads ever. My God. Where he that said botter, I almost <laughs> passed hey, out. Don't even botter. That one was great. It just became from Brooklyn for, for a second there. <laughs> All right, this is from Vancouver, Canada. It's a lady looking for another lady. No men, no butch bitches or couples, and don't ask. Your man can't watch. Five foot four and thick like maple syrup. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Carpet removal, too. You better have that carpet removed. Uh-huh. Jeez. Wood floors only. Uh, Maybe she has allergies. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> oh, that. Oh. Yeah, see, oh, what we're talking okay. about okay. is. All right, I didn't. Okay, I got what it. Is that? I got it. Oh, and tribbing. You know, look that up. Ooh, is it bad at autofilled? Go ahead, look that up, Jeff, and then delete your search history. <laughs> Oh, I'm not clicking there. <laughs> Go to the uh, Urban Dictionary. That's where I'm at, I believe, yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. What is it? And then that, and then, okay. Oh. Can you explain it? Uh, I mean, it's it's scissoring. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Oh, I'm not going to delete my, I'm adding that. How do you, how do you bookmark? <laughs> how do you bookmark it? How do you sit? <laughs> uh, let's get some names for uh, freak number two. <laughs> We've got a couple. <laughs> how do you spell that? <laughs> We've got the one that keeps it starts with an X. The one that keeps st- st- sticking out to me is Fat Von D. Just, All right, there it is, Fat Von D. Uh, 
I do like Bondi. I do like it's a guy's name, but it could also be a lady's name, Alex Trebek, which I think oh. is good too. And he's Canadian too. Yeah, but this is a gal. Is that right. fat with Although a pH Alex or is F? It's a, I, I would say it fat F A T. Alex is unisex. It could be Alexa. Uh, I already wrote Fat Von D down, so. Me too. Like a meter maid. Next time. Once the pen hits the. I can't stop. Once the pen hits the ticket. Sorry. It's <laughs> over. Okay, here we go. Our third and final ad Craigslist Freak of the Week. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Ready. It's a doozy. Here we go. Where's my virgin? Man for woman, 55-year-old, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm a 55-year-old nice guy looking for a good Christian girl. You must be rooted in faith and live your life in God's image. If you go to Catholic school, that's plus, but after-school Bible study works too. Virgins only. Have an open mind, please. I can't wait to take you on your first sexual journey. I am a strong follower of the Catholic faith and live my life by the scriptures. God wants me to deflower you. An angel came to me at night and told me so. The angel pointed to me to natural aphrodisiacs and oils to help you along. When we are done... You will see God, too. Please be independent and have your own transportation. We'll be praying before and after. I will also be recording along the way. It will be nice to have the video as a souvenir. Blondes and brunettes only. No redheads. I don't need anyone touched by the devil at my house. Reply with the first three numbers of your phone number for fast replies. Attach a picture, please. God bless. All right. Coming to us from Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> until the, uh, the no redheads, until the no redheads touched by the devil thing. I mean, Scott was filling all the, uh, all <laughs> he the, all the boxes. Yeah. He is looking for a woman. Oh, uh, well. Uh, he never, does he ever say anything about age? Uh, no. Because he no, does he say implies. if you go to Catholic school. That kind of freaks me out a little bit. Could be a Catholic college. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. As far as John himself is concerned, I love that he pulled off aphrodisiac. But if you notice, the pause afterwards, like he was collecting himself, uh, like oh boy, I got I to take everything out of him. Yeah, I got to keep. I got to <laughs> get myself back up and keep moving. No, no, no. I had to take a knee. He had to wait for the applause <laughs> in his head to stop. Aphrodisiac <laughs> is such a tough word. He took a knee when he was done. Yeah, <laughs> but he nailed aphrodisiac. But he can't say the word told. Yeah, he took I, the t- I told you. Aphrodisiac. There's a lot going on with this head, by the way. A lot going on. Don't even bother with this. Is a creepster who's not religious at all looking to deflower a virgin. Let's yeah. let's and record it. And the, the question of age too. My goodness. An angel came to me at night. Get the f- out of here. Okay. I'm gonna record it. It is nice to have a souvenir of your first time. <laughs> get it in the. You can get a copy in the gift shop on the way out. <laughs> Why well, am I imagining like it's Six Flags with the where they take a picture when you're going down the, the roller coaster? <laughs> So glad you said roller coaster. Roller coaster, Jeff. He did. He said there was no L in told, but he took it to so. Toad you soul. (laughs) He used the L, but it was just in the wrong word. Toad you soul. 
Uh, blondes or brunettes, no redheads. I don't want anybody touched by the devil at my house, so he's not into redheads. Just to be clear, John, if you're listening, I, I, I find nothing that you did wrong. I don't either. This these, is guys, right these guys are crashing. You nailed just, aphrodisiac. I'm just re- reading everything Tony wrote down for me to say. What? Yeah, I think you did great. Uh, let's get some doing. names for this freak. I think one of the best names that somebody's ever sent over. Okay? I'll save that one for last. Okay. We've got Chris Angel, which is good. Okay. Uh, we've got uh, The Virgin Gary, which is oh, also okay. good. I like that one. <laughs> I love this one. You know the movie Bruce Almighty, right? Uh-huh. Seduce Almighty. That's pretty good. That's pretty solid. Oh, I feel like a uh, Gary one, though. The Virgin Gary, but he's not a virgin. He's looking for a virgin. Yeah. If you want to get technical up in this bitch. True. What was the uh, What was the last one? Seduce Almighty. Okay, what's that one? Or Organ Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Does that make any sense? Seduce Almighty? No, no, no. The no other the, one. Organ, the organ because Freeman. he was God in Bruce Almighty. Yeah, I'm stretching it. We're going Seduce, Seduce Almighty. But save that one, because when that applies, <laughs> that applies at some brilliant. point. At some point. There are your three freaks. We've got a nominee number one, Dieter Dinklage. That is the guy from <laughs> Germany who's a slave looking for his master. He's cool with burning and wax play and rope play. And if you want, he'll even lick the toilet. Just one rule, no kissing. That's a hard no on the kissing. The only thing he's making out with is a toilet. Saves that for his wife. Right. That's Such a, a romantic. A Fat Von D. Fat Von D is the... Uh, the woman from Vancouver who is as thick as maple syrup and she's got a fat ass. <laughs> I'm sorry, a fat, juicy ass. And uh, she's looking for another lady uh-huh. who has very similar qualities. And yes, qualities and features. And uh, finally, a seduce almighty. You just heard from that fellow. Okay, uh, did John endorse somebody? Uh, he did. He went with uh, nominee number one. Hmm. Oh, really? Hmm. Any any reasoning? No, he didn't give me much reasoning. He said, "I go, I go. I know they're going to ask you. So what do you pick?" And he goes, "Ah, number one." I said, "Okay." So John is going number one. Uh, Moon. I think number three is uh, just an awful creep that's uh, you know trying to manipulate things, and I think number two is just a gal looking for a gal. I think Dieter Dinklage takes this one hands down. You think so? Yeah, because, first of all, married guy, <laughs> respectful enough to save one thing for her, and that's the kissing, but he is okay with a string of intensely, you know. Creepy things? I wouldn't say creepy. I'm going to say freaky because it doesn't have a negative connotation. It just has a, you know, a peripheral. Obviously, he loves his wife. Feel. Clearly. How do you explain away the burning? Yeah, so... Like, what's with the scars and the cuts and the burns? Here's here's the sentence. I fell. I am fine with the following. Burning, scat, cutting, bruising, wax, play, ropes, whips, chains. Those first four... One, two, three, four, yeah. ...are beyond a step or two into the freak zone. And wax you know play's I mean? just good for the pores. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying, like, uh, yeah, we hear a lot about the, the back end of that, but burning, scat, cutting, and bruising... Ask, you're asking for a lot. Uh, you, you've been on this train for a while. To me, I mean, before I get to Jeff's pick, I mean, I kind of go and vote for where my, you know, where my mind takes me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I almost don't want to overthink it. <laughs> to me, number three is the standout. 
For real. Yeah. As as the freak. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm he's gonna, a creep. I'm gonna record it. No redheads. Or even if it is true that he he thinks an angel came to visit him and he wants to guide you down this this sexual journey of yours. To me, that's where Hey, I'm gonna record it. Everybody wants a souvenir. That's where my where my mind goes. Jeff? Pretty clear for me, number one is a subculture of uh, married guys that also like to be with other dudes. So that one's out for me. Number two, that's a movie I'd rent. And number three is easily the biggest freak for me. Because like you said, and like I mentioned to you earlier, he says if you go to Catholic school, that's a plus. After Bible study works, how old of a person is he looking for? I don't know. So I'll take number three. Thank you. Scott, three for him. See, I just see him as a manipulative creep. Oh, it's number three. Plus, he doesn't like redheads. That's a freak right there. Well, I think all of this is just a setup to take advantage of somebody. It could be, or could be this guy is such a freak that he actually believes this stuff. You're you're missing a key line in number three. When I'm done, you will see God. Yeah, I think I think that's just that's just bait. Bragging. (laughs) I mean, that's just bait. That's what this ad is. Just manipulative lines. I mean, what what are you doing? We can only endorse. That's it. You guys vote. Dieter Dinklage. Dieter Dinklage. There is no wrong answer Pat unless Von it's D one or, or two. Seduce Almighty, you will vote via Twitter <laughs> at R-I-Z-Z Show. At R-I-Z-Z Show, you'll have an overnight to vote. You podcasters who are listening uh, after after hours, and we'll have the winner tomorrow morning. Hello there, podcasters. You know it. Spring is here, and we're getting outside, and we're grilling, and we're just hanging out on our decks. What? You don't have a deck? Maybe your neighbor's got a deck, and maybe you have... Deck Envy, yes. Call the best company around. The only company I trust with my home, my biggest investment, my family. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, celebrating 50 years in business. They've been one of St. Louis's top names in home improvement with a commitment to put quality and professionalism first in every single thing they do. Fences and decks and sunrooms and screen rooms and patios and retaining walls. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Better Business Bureau Torch Award winner, SBA family-owned Small Business of the Year, and they also got the Big 50 Award featured in Remodeling Magazine, and that honors the top 50 remodelers in the country, recognizes the industry's best and brightest. That's Chesterfield Fence and Deck, online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. Hey, this is Ben Bailey, member of the prestigious Third Timers Club, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Uh, tomorrow, uh, comedian Tim Meadows will be here. The ladies' man himself. Former SNLer. It's SNL royalty, man. Yeah. For the longest time, he was the longest tenured cast yeah. member, right? I love Tim Meadows. Anything he's in, he's another one of those guys. Tim Meadows is in the, in the movie. You smile. No matter what his role is. Yeah. In that uh, in that pop star movie, he was the he was the manager. The Andy Samberg movie, hilarious. Him, him and Walk, Walk Hard, hard Walk is, <laughs> I mean, absolutely fantastic. Oh, there's so many things to talk to him about. Yeah, I, I I guarantee he's played so many characters that people probably come up to him and say, and, and do this, say this line. That's I, that's gonna be my first question. I guarantee you, that's the one he is the most these days. I want to ask him what people recognize him more for, or ask him to hey do the line from. I'm sure it was ladies man for a while and then now it's uh now it's the dude walk hard character yeah uh do you have anything on your traffic map about uh 270 at 367 let's see let me refresh right now 
hitting us up on social media asking about uh, parking th- lot that is. Three minutes ago, roadblock due to an accident westbound 270 between New Halls Ferry and Florissant Road. There you go. That's it. Also, people asking about the Big St. Charles Motorsports Bike Night, which was uh, supposed to be tonight. Uh, canceled. So, as a matter of fact, they canceled the whole month for the for the bike night thing. So, I, I think the main reason is is next Thursday. I think the 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 advanced forecast they're calling for rain Thursday, Friday next week too. Really? Yeah. Can't catch a break. Mm-mm. So, the first bike night will, of, of the season will be uh, in May. So, first Thursday in May. I forget what that is. The second, I want to say. I believe you are partially correct. Perhaps you're right on the you May. Have no part. idea. You're, it's, you're it's right the on the May. Part. It's May second. Yeah. It is May 2nd. Like I said, it's May 2nd. Yep. 6 o'clock, Big St. Charles Motorsports' first bike night of the season. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by Crushed Red. Try new Cravables, another delicious Crushed Red option. All right, do you guys remember the story about the shooting at the Show Me's in Florissant last February? Yes. They used to be the old Brewskis, huh? Was, that, was it Brewski's up there in Florissant? Yeah, and wasn't it Hot Shots for a second? It may have been a Hot Shots, too. Is this the one after the dog? Yes. Okay. Yes. The argument about a dog's yes. weight. It was about police dogs or how they train them. It's something dumb. It's a dumb argument that led to somebody dying. 55-year-old Neil Myers shot and killed 43-year-old Scott Berry at the Show Me's after a dumb argument about dogs. Now, there's no question that Neil shot Scott. That's not that's not up for debate. Neil is accused of murdering Scott. The trial is going on now, and what is in question is Missouri's self-defense law. Yesterday was day two of the trial. Neil Myers is looking at charges of second-degree murder, first-degree assault, and armed criminal action. Both men had been drinking at the Shomies before the shooting. A, a fluorescent police detective was on the stand yesterday. And he interviewed Neil Myers three different times after the shooting. Neil said that he and, uh, and Scott exchanged words as Scott was leaving the bar with a friend. Neil said that he told Scott something like, like he smelled like pork in response to Scott saying that dogs liked him. Like, yeah, dogs love me. Yeah, probably because he smelled like you pork. Smelled like pork. Yeah. And he, Neil also said he called Scott a fat ass. And Scott was, Scott was a big dude. And he said that after that comment, Scott attacked him and he feared for his life. He also said that Scott threatened him, saying, I'm going to kill you. During the fight, Neil pulled out a gun. The gun he was carrying shot Scott. Shot him in the heart. Oh, boy. And the detective pointed out some, some inconsistencies in the story and said that nobody else at the bar heard that, that threat. Nobody else heard Scott threaten Neil. On cross-examination, Neil's lawyer got the detective to admit that Neil was still drunk during the first interview and that he could have had a concussion from the fight. Mm. Now, Neil's lawyers is is trying to make the case that he acted lawfully under Missouri's self-defense law. The law says that deadly force can be used when there is a, quote, reasonable belief that the force is necessary for self-defense to prevent death, serious, uh, serious physical injury, or a forcible felony. So the jury is expected to get this case either later today or tomorrow. 
So and it's he, not just it's not just this, you know, the two guys. It's it's really the self defense law. That's, so it's uh, he has to prove or they have to disprove that his life was in danger. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because if his life was in danger, then it was lawful. There's video of this. I mean, there's video of the whole thing. Was it my understanding, or am I misunderstanding the story or misremembering? I thought that he left the bar and came back with the gun. That's what I thought, I, I didn't too. know they got in a fight and then a gun went off. I thought it was, they got, no, in, they got in this the, argument. There's video that shows Neil taking this gun from his holster and putting it in his pocket. Okay. At some point. Hmm. I, I, don't, I don't remember the story about him leaving the bar and coming back. Well, I'm not they were both arguing, and then okay, yeah. as Scott was walking out, there were words, and then he so, came back. Yes, someone in the chat room, I think, mm-hmm. said, yeah, he says, I thought I read that the guy left to go home, get his gun, then went back and shot him. Nope. Yeah, I'm not a juror, so I don't need to know all the... Yeah, it's, it's an interesting case, though. And yeah, and certainly. a damn shame over a dumb argument. Yeah. Over dogs. It was like like a police dog training thing. It was just stupid. Moment in time that changes a bunch of lives. And the detective did say that Neil was was quite repentant. You know, as as he was being questioned. So, again, the jury will either get the the the, the case later today or tomorrow. A woman was sitting in her car on Cherokee Street in South City yesterday morning when a when a stranger got into the passenger side. Pulled out a gun, demanded the car. Woman got the hells out. Carjacker took took the car. 30 minutes later, cops spotted it about a mile away on Nebraska Avenue. Carjacker sped off, crashed on Wisconsin Avenue, and he was taken into custody. Carjacker, 13 years old. Oh, my God. Whoa. 13. Damn. He was turned over to juvenile authorities. Here's how to make sure you get caught breaking the law. Um, you do it during a live TV broadcast. A dentist in Clifton, New Jersey. This is real classy, by the way. I don't know if you saw the pictures of this. Uh, his name is uh, Wayne Ganji. He put up some racy Easter decorations outside of his office this year. It's five mannequins in lingerie. And the mannequins are wearing bunny ears, fishnet stockings, and holding Easter baskets. And this is on the front lawn of this guy's place. It's in a residential neighborhood. And a lot of people have been stopping to take pictures and, and the city says, listen, he's not breaking the law. He's being a douchebag, but he's not breaking the law. But a woman who lives across the street thinks it's pretty disgusting. So on Tuesday, she started tearing down the display while a local reporter was doing a story on it. And you could you could clearly see her doing it. I mean... Is, is this the gal that holds up the scissors? Yes, yes. I saw that. Did you see the display though? Oh, I saw the display. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it sucks. It sucks. I mean, if if you have he's kids, a dentist. If you yeah. have, if you have kids in the neighborhood and you see that, you're just like, come she on, says man. she's got a 16 year old that lives across. You know, that lives. You know, with yeah, her well, 16 first, year old lives across the street. First of all, lady, your 16 year old seen far more That's, than I was thinking the same thing almost too. Almost naked mannequins. The, the all I'm thinking is, going, damn it, mom. All I'm thinking damn is, it. all I'm thinking is the woman going, my son hasn't been out of the bathroom since you put that display up. <laughs> right. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, no matter how crappy and, and creepy it is, though, like, don't be a vigilante. You know what I mean? Like, you you can't take the law in your own hands, dude. Yeah. It's too douchebags. Her name is Desiree Mozick, and uh, she showed up with scissors, started cutting the mannequins down. Then she dismantled them in Wayne's driveway or removed their heads. 
A reporter warned her that she could be arrested or fined for destroying somebody else's property, but she says, I don't care, worth it. I don't know if Wayne is pressing charges or not, but the reporter um, was told that he was heading to City Hall to take care of it. And the decorations would be going back up. What's worse, your 16-year-old seeing some half-naked mannequins or your 16-year-old watching you get arrested, handcuffed, and put in police uh, police car and driven well, away? Well, she wasn't arrested. Yeah. I mean, here's... here's well, what the, I'm saying, it could have had... You're, for, you're, like you're saying, don't an be issue a vigilante, of, for Christ's sake. Making an issue a bigger issue. Here's the report. And then the, the audio kind of drops out a little bit when she shows up. It's the reporter talking to her. We are in Clifton, New Jersey, and as you know, Easter is just two weeks away, and a local dentist is getting a lot of attention because he's deciding to celebrate Easter with a few mannequins who are dressed in only lingerie, bunny ears, and of course the fishnet stockings. It's so huge, by People the way. want it down, and some people think it's allowed. He's allowed to do this. Hey, sir, you want to do that? Why are you doing this? Because it's disgusting. I live across the street. Is disgusting. It is. It is so tacky and hooge. Would you want that in your neighborhood? Yeah, of course not. But no. there's a right way to do things and a wrong way to do things. I, I don't know. Did she ask for him to take him down? Like, hey, I don't know. Dentist. <laughs> Excuse, Excuse me, me, dentist. Excuse me, dentist. A guy in uh, Washington D.C. says his three-year-old kid accidentally locked his iPad. For more than 25 million minutes after not correctly uh, guessing his password. I don't know how many times it takes to do that. You know, if you if you don't get the password right a couple times, it locks you out for, about, I don't know, a couple it's, minutes. It says a minute. And then if you do it again or if you hit the button again or something, it'll say five minutes. And like, This is 25 million minutes. I don't understand how that happens. <laughs> the guy tweeted a picture of his iPad with the lock screen. Which told him the device had been locked for 25,563,442 minutes, which amounts to uh, 48 years. <laughs> oh, dude, imagine being the programmer that, that put that together. It was like, this is going to happen to somebody. And Somebody's going to, I'm going to make this where it can go up to, you know, 100 years of lock. Hey, Rick, here's what you need to do. You need to make it so if they hold the home button for 48 seconds, let go, hit the volume button six times, then hold the home button for 17 seconds exactly, mm-hmm. it locks it for 25 million minutes. Somehow the toddler did it. And the, the good news is on Tuesday, the guy gave an update on, on Twitter. He says, uh, he acted on advice from from other Twitter users and and put the iPad into device firmware update mode, which I had to look that up. I guess uh, y- you hold down the sleep power button and then you end up in some kind of recovery. I have recovery no mode. I, either way, it let him restore it to a previous state. But you take it to an Apple store. Okay. Yeah, he talked to the guy at the Genius Bar. He's wearing a kilt. Yep, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I found this this very interesting. Uh, instead of taking out student loans, a growing number of college students are taking out investments in themselves, and they're promising to pay specific amounts of their future earnings. So they're selling, selling, they're selling stock. Sell, yeah, they're selling stock in, in themselves. themselves. And and it's generally determined by how lucrative their majors are as to interest rates and stuff like that or how much you'd get. But colleges are doing this, investment firms you know, investing in people, individual firms or individual donors in exchange for immediate cash. It's a new kind of financial arrangement called income sharing agreements or for short ISAs, 
which share a lot of the same risks as, uh, you know, Wall Street investments. Think about it. Including the possibility that students could default on the deal, not get hired, lose a job, leaving, leaving borrowers kind of SOL. You know, I've heard, I've heard people do this to athletes. Oh, yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah, like when you sign that big old contract. Like if you prospect a potential major leaguer or NFLer. You go, I will help put you through a good school. I will help with your training if I get a cut of your future earnings. Yeah. I wonder what the pitch is. You go into the bank and you're like, listen, take a chance on me. I'm super smart and creative and fast, uh, you, you know, fast on the draw. Go ahead. Ask me a question. Go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See? See how fast I answer that? Now, I think I'm worth this. How about you invest? Man, but you get, your caught, yeah. you get yourself caught in a pretty big trap. Yeah. With this, it sounds so shady yeah, yeah. and, and man, for, yeah, for that's a, cash, immediately I thought this is shady. It's like a like a check into cash, but it's like a me into cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah hey, I'm, I'm here for some me into cash. What's your collateral? Me. <laughs> is it kind of like helping a band put out a record or no? Yeah, kinda I mean, you're investing. Of, yeah. You know, the product is you. Yeah. Yes, but a band normally usually gets has shown something already. They've shown uh, a yeah. product. This is. This is like a college loan, you know, or a, or a scholarship, yeah. where you're you investing potential. in what you may do in the future. You show potential. Well, I mean, for a band, uh, you may make money in the future, or yeah, t- you may this not. This is like a band Maybe doing so, it on their debut album, but typically too, speaking, there's no history there. Yeah. yeah, but typically speaking, and even these days, a band on their debut album has had to prove so many different aspects of their own branding because labels don't have the time yeah. to invest it any but you longer. Know, there are lo- you know, local bands that wind up getting backers in the hopes of maybe getting signed, you know, in the future to mm-hmm. uh, a lucrative deal yeah. or any kind of deal. Yeah. Yale, back in the 70s, tested out this kind of tuition model, having student student borrowers owe the school a percentage of their income for 35 years. Jeez. Oh, man. Now it's actually being used at, at, at like, Purdue. Like, Purdue University uses this model. University of Utah recently announced they're going to do this. So instead of going to the government for a student loan, this is what they're doing. I hope the kids that get involved in this, not just the schools or investors, I hope the kids really do their math. It's almost like it's almost like a Kickstarter. <laughs> if yeah, you, yeah, yeah. It's 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 like uh, it's like a Kickstarter or but like I, one of those like, I mean, sort of like a, a, a band saying, "Hey, give me money for an album or for a, a certain song," and then never releasing it. Or then just hoping that the album well, as does I well. Said before, you know, like leave, just with prayers. You can leave the borrowers, you know, SOL. Yeah. In case you don't get a job or whatever. Yeah, but again, make sure, just like bands get screwed, they're like, oh my God, I got signed and that's all I cared about. Yeah. And then if you do hit huge and you're like, wait, why is 35% of my publishing going to some jerk in New York I've never met? Right. So I hope kids really do their research they're, and don't owe some don't Purdue college 10% free, of their yeah. income until they're 55. Right. Like you said, if it's successful, then all of a sudden, you know, you're paying them. You get a very super high, well-paying job and you're going, oh, yeah, this is great. I got this great job. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a letdown for well, me. Well, it's the man. same with a, with, a, with a student loan. Cool. I got this great job and I'm making all this money, but I owe all this money to the government. Because I borrowed, you know, yeah. so much money to go to school. So I get this great job. Uh, there was a major scientific breakthrough yesterday. I thought this was cool as hell. Astronomers revealed yesterday they have photographed a black hole for the first time ever. Did you see the picture? Oh, yeah. One of the coolest looking things ever. Because, I mean, it's a little blurry, obviously. And 
sort of reminiscent of like the pale blue dot? Well, here, here's a uh, Harvard astronomer unveiling the picture in a press briefing. And we are delighted to be able to report to you today that we have seen what we thought was unseeable. We have seen and taken a picture of a black hole. Here it is. I don't know what people were expecting, but I mean, it's like a, the image shows a, 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 the black hole's dark silhouette surrounded by a bright ring. It's a picture taken from the Event Horizon Telescope. The black hole is around 55 million light years from Earth. So that picture you saw is from 55 million years ago. As a matter of fact, they, they got some sound from it too. This is the sound of light being sucked into the black hole, which is, I mean, this is just amazing. So it just, it, it's very faint, but you gotta listen closely. Here it is, the first sounds from the black hole. Not even a fart could escape from it. Oh, man. Uh, It's pretty incredible, though, right? Yeah, it's great. I I think they said it actually proves, you know, the theory of relativity, too. Yeah, this is a cool time to be alive. It's pretty cool. It looks like a dragon's eye, too. Yeah, Yeah, this is a nightmare right here. Uh, An American Airlines flight attendant screwed up royally last week in front of her boss. And not just any boss, either. Uh, The flight attendant's name is Maddie Peters. And she and her coworkers were told that the CEO of American Airlines, Doug Parker, would be on their flight from Phoenix to Dallas. And they were told, hey, be on your best behavior. The big boss is on board. So Maddie was behind a passenger walking down the aisle during the flight. Suddenly the passenger stops, steps back into Maddie, which sends the tray of drinks she's holding Flying right into the lap of Doug Parker, the CEO uh, of American Airlines. Oh, man. This will be my two-week notice. So uh-huh. she, she wrote on Instagram, quote, I was mortified. I wanted to drop dead right there in the aisle. So after wiping himself down, the CEO of American Airlines, Doug Parker, went back to the galley where they prepare the drinks and stuff like that. Went back to the galley to talk to Maddie. And when she asked him if she was fired, he said, of course not. And she said that as uh, as he was getting off the plane, he said he'd never forget her. <laughs> and they took a picture good. together. I thought it was a funny story. Now that That's we've nice. landed, now you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you think of a flight attendants, and you think how they had to smile all the time, and people abuse them. Oh, yeah. I've seen it. I've seen people just be obnoxious a-holes to flight attendants. But they're there with a smile. Because that's their job, I guess. Customer service. Customer's always right, even if they're wrong. Service with a smile, huh? Yep. I don't think that's the best policy, at least not if your boss cares about your mental health, because a new study uh, just found out that if you're at a job that that forces you to smile, it's linked to more drinking after work. And the study looked at jobs where people have to interact with the general public, nurses, teachers, fast food workers, and it found that people who have to smile a lot suppress these negative emotions and they tend to drink more after their shift ends. And the head researcher thinks it's because we all have a limited amount of self-control each day 
And if you have to waste it on pretending to be happy at work, you don't have much left over to control how much you drink after work. Wow. So you got a fuel tank of... Yep. I'm running low on self-control. Right. Wow, that's that's an interesting... That's kind of a scary thought, but I'm just searching my experiences, and I think it's pretty on I there. think it's pretty on, on the right. nose there. Yeah, wow. And finally, you know, today is a National Pet Day. So when you get home, hug your pet. I will, just like I do every day. Uh, who's happier, dog owners or cat owners? Dog owners. Dog. End of story. Are you sure? Dog. Next story. Mm. Uh, it doesn't matter. In general, dog are dog owners happier than cat owners? Yes. I'm not weighing in there. Why? What do you think? I'm not really sure. Initial thoughts. Uh, my initial thoughts go to the few friends that, that I know that have amazing cats, and they are some of the happiest people I know. But generally speaking, in general, according to the uh, the numbers, dog owners are a whole lot happier than cat owners. Specifically, um, well, thirty six percent of dog owners describe themselves as very happy. Only eighteen percent of cat owners expressed a similar level of being content. Twenty eight percent of the people in the survey respond responded. They own both a cat and dog. They reported being very happy. I was just going to say that. I, I feel like in the 80s and 90s when I was when I was growing up, everybody had a cat and a dog. They have both. And nowadays, I don't I don't feel like I hear about that as often. Yeah, they have one or the other. Yeah. yeah. It is sort of a one but or the other world now. With that being said, with the dog owners being very happy describing themselves as that, uh, the Washington Post says correlation doesn't equal causation, and there are probably a number of other differences between dog and cat owners that account for some of the differences. For, for instance, the data also shows that dog owners are more likely than cat owners to be married and own their own homes, two factors known to affect a person's satisfaction level. So, mm. But we'll still go with the dog owners are happier than cat owners. <laughs> this article brought to you by a dog owner. And that's your news brought to you by Travers Automotive, an RV group, trips from 1,000 cars, trucks, SUVs, and RVs. Show. All right, welcome back. We've got some tickets to give out. Tickets for a couple big summer shows. July 21st, Breaking Ben, Chevelle, Three Days Grace, Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. June 25th at the Amphitheater, you got Third Eye Blind at Jimmy Eat World. And we also have tickets for Point Fest 2019, courtesy of your Mid-America Chevy dealers. Live, Seether, Code and Cambria, Fuel, Filter, POD, Greek Fire, Andrew WK. Of course, the Ray Show stage with 2SG, Clownvis, Bob Cupin Band. Saturday, May 25th. At the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater Plus, every winner will receive their very own copy of the Jeff Burton Real or Fake Punishment Calendar. Oh, nice. Unbelievable. Uh-huh. Never thought you'd say those words. All right, let's do it. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- All right, Tones, explain the game. Super simple. Gatorade has some ridiculous flavors out there. I will read a Gatorade flavor. You have to tell us. Is that an actual at one point released Gatorade flavor, or do we completely make it up? Ooh, I can do an example. Super crazy light bulb blast. That is real. No, real? That's fake. That's, that's fake. <laughs> <laughs> See, you didn't know. That's the point what? of this whole oh, game. Which is ridiculous. Super be tough. crazy light bulb blast. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> All right, here we go. 314-692-5537. 314-6-WALKER. Got two out of three, right? Your choice <laughs> just, of tickets. The new the Gatorade Chlamydia. Four words that, that came is to mind. real? Yes. Only in, only in uh, Brazil, though. 
All right, let's go to Kevin. Hello, Kevin. Oh, I got to turn this on. Oh, hey, Kevin. Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, Kev. All right, Kevin, you ready to play? I'm ready. All right, real or fake Gatorade flavor? Gatorade AM Cran Raspberry. I'm going to go, that is real. That is real. Is it really? Yep. AM Cran Raspberry. AM Cran Raspberry. Here we go. What about this one? Gatorade Rain Tangerine. Rain Tangerine? Yeah. I'm going to go, that is uh, not real. Ooh, that is real. What? That is rain tangerine, delicious and real. <sighs> yep. Last one there, Kevy Kev. Gatorade. All right. Gatorade Extreme Gushing Grape. Uh, that is not real. Extreme Gushing Grape is fake. Sounds more believable than AM Cran Raspberry. It totally does. Or rain, thunderstorm, whatever it was. All right, Kevin, (laughs) what's it going to be? I'll take the Breaking Ben Chevelle ticket. Breaking Ben Chevelle, three days grace, July 21st at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. Hang on one second. Uh, Gatorade, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, what does that one taste like? Ozone? (laughs) Which one? Rain Tangerine? I bet it tastes like tangerine. tangerine. Probably. Is there one that's like snowflake flavored? It's a Gatorade snowflake. I don't know. (laughs) You're probably thinking of Arctic cherry or Arctic something. Glacier or something, yeah. My daughter asked me about it yesterday, randomly. You ever have Gatorade snowflake? What would that taste like? Water? There is no such thing as Gatorade Gatorade snowflake. Gatorade snowflake is water. There's Diet Gatorade (laughs) snowflake kneecap. All right, 314-692-5537. Let's go to Michael in St. Charles. Hello, Michael. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Here we go. All right. Gatorade Fierce Melon. Uh, that's real. That is real. I've had that one. That is pretty good. One right. Next. All right. How about Gatorade Remix Straw Nana Twist? Uh, fake. That is fake. Yay! We got ourselves another winner. This is Bye. literally just a guessing game for yeah. me. <laughs> uh, what do you want? Uh, point Fest. All right. Point Fest. You are going. Hang on. Good job. Okay, say Stranana again. Stranana. With your uh, nose being stuffed up, it sounds funny. Stranana. Stranana. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice it. I did. I forgot to take my allergy medicine this morning. Shit. I don't just it. Stranana. I totally don't just <laughs> Jeff. It's what? Shush. Okay. All right, Keeler. Here we go. Keeler out of uh, Bethalto. All right, here we go. Gatorade Extremo Tropical Intenso. Go fake. What? Oh Extremo Tropical Intenso. Uh, that is real, <laughs> and you got one wrong. <laughs> All right, how about this? Gatorade Cherry. Fake. Fake. Gatorade nice. Cherry so, is fake, but yet not to take Extremo Tropical Intenso is real. <laughs> uh, Guys, how about last Cherry? Last one, Keeler. <laughs> no. Gatorade Natural Ocean Mist. Real. Now, mind you, uh, it's spelled M-Y-S-T. Is that is that going to change your, your answer? No. So what are you saying? You saying that's real? That is fake. Sorry. He got it wrong. Keeler has not been having luck recently. No. No, I think he's played every game we have. (laughs) He's really good at calling (sighs) in the perfect time. I tried. I tried. We've been trying, Keeler. John. Yes. Hey, John. Hey, Hey, how's it going? Happy birthday, Riz. Thank you, sir. Here we go. John, Gatorade Frost Riptide Rush. That is real. Yep, it's real. All right, our next one is 
Gatorade, ice lemon. Ice lemon, I'm going to say fake. Damn, ah. real. Damn it. Last one, John. Get this right. You win. Gatorade, Mr. World Wildberry. Mr. World Wildberry. I'm going to say fake. That is fake. What do you want, John? So what were my options for tickets? Breaking Ben, Third Eye Blind, or Point Fest? I will take Breaking Ben. All right, Breaking Ben, Chevelle, Three Days Grace, July 21st. At the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, you are going, and we are now officially out of tickets. Mr. Worldwide. No more Breaking Ben tickets. Hmm. That's that's exactly why I did that, by the way. The Pitbull stuff? Yeah. Mr. Worldwide? It's Mr. Worldwide, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> that's so silly. All right, Kurt, you are the last contestant on Real or Fake Gatorade. All right. All right, here we go. Hey, Kurt, what about this one? Gatorade Tiger. Fake. That is Oh, oh. no, man. <laughs> All right, here you go. Let's rebound. Gatorade 2-3 Jordan. Mm, I'm going to go fake again. That is fake. Oh, All, All right. right, Kurt, last one. Ooh, you get boy. this right. You win. Gatorade Ice Punch. What was it again? Gatorade Ice Punch. Real. Gatorade Ice Punch is real. Hey! Okay. We'll get your info. Call again. from the beverage aisle at Schnooks. Can I ask? The hell is that supposed to taste like? Ice punch? Yeah. No, Gatorade Ice is, I believe, like Gatorade A, uh, Gatorade Zero, Gatorade AM, Gatorade Rain. That was like the type and the flavor was punch. So it's Gatorade Ice punch? punch, I would assume. What's the I ice for? I think the ice is like, it was a, just a, a different style of Gatorade. The ice is going to melt. The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. So Patrico's got your sports here in a second. I'm not going to get into the into the uh, Jordan Bennington stuff again. Well, we talked about it at the top of the show. If you missed it, make sure you get the podcast. That'll be up uh, shortly after we're done here at 10 o'clock. But we, we go into it, what Jordan Bennington said, what the NHL said, what that dumbass reporter did. I went back and looked for all those tweets six years ago. Happens to be from Winnipeg. So we'll go into it. Or we went into it. Listen to it on the podcast. But I do want to say uh, about the the Blues game on Sunday. That's uh, home game one for the playoff series. There is a Ryan O'Reilly jersey rally towel giveaway to everybody who goes into the stadium or to the arena. And get there early. If you do have a ticket to the game, there's going to be an a light show, an interactive light show, where I guess you get this LED wristband and it goes with the music. It's supposed to be incredible. So get there early if you're going to the Blues game on Sunday. Game starts at 6.30. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by our friends at West County Auto Body, the best auto body repair facility in the country. Blues started off their run round one series with the Jets last night in Winnipeg, and it was the Jets who got on the board first with Patrick Line scoring in the first period. No score in the second led to a one nothing Winnipeg lead going into the final period. Four minutes into the third, David Perron scored to tie the game at one apiece. Then, with just over two minutes to go in the game, this happened. But Maroon kicks it low, stays with it, centers at the Bozak shot. He scores! Bozak with 2.05 to 
Zach deserved that. No doubt about that with the chances no that he had here in the third boy. period. And this has absolutely stunned this capacity crowd here in Winnipeg. Yep, goodbye. That made goodbye. it 2-1, to one, and that was your final score. Next game for the Blues tomorrow night in Winnipeg. It's a late start, 8.30. Boy, drop. how bummed out were all those fans waiting outside the arena over there in Winnipeg. What did they say, 9,000 strong? Yep. Oh. All I can think was the parking must have been horrible. <laughs> I, I will say that the arena did look pretty cool with everybody dressed in white. Yeah, like I know when they go to like uh, Nashville playoff games, they wear all yellow and stuff like that. The white look. Cool. The whiteout's pretty cool. I saw a picture of the the whiteout uh, amidst one Blues fan with like the yes. old '90s jersey. The that, that, that. That's super hot blue one. Yeah, the, the clown one. All I think about with all the white there is bringing my kids there and somebody spilling ketchup on themselves <laughs> and me being pissed. Yeah, well, ketchup or the, is not or, the, or the one guy that shows up straight for work who for some reason wore like a fluorescent pink button down. Yeah. And he walks in, he goes, damn it. <laughs> oh, white? Ah. Oh. Ah. Oh, I'm, so I'm sorry. So that's more of an eggshell. So again, uh, 8.30 puck drop tomorrow night. Around the league, the Blue Jackets came back from being down 3 to nothing, ended up beating the Lightning 4-3. to Islanders beat the Penguins 4-3 to in overtime. The Stars beat uh, the Predators 3-2, to and the Sharks just beat up on the Golden Knights 5-2. to so, so the Islanders beat the Penguins last night? Yeah, in overtime. Wow. Uh, to me, I mean, those first four scores, including the Blues, those are all technically up to, uh, upsets, correct? As far as, like, seeding is concerned. Stars over Predators, yes. Penguins, no, the Islanders Islanders over the Penguins. Home. I think the Islanders, yeah, the Islanders. Islanders are the, the higher uh, seed. Oh, okay, so except for that one, yeah. I, I, I just I look at anybody beating Pittsburgh and going, oh, that's an upset. Islanders without Tavares. I mean, wow. Unbelievable. It's wild. Uh, tonight, the Bruins host the Maple Leafs. Hurricanes are in Washington to take on the Capitals, and the Flames host the Avalanche. Crazy thing happened in the Sharks-Knights uh, Sharks game, though. Joe Pavelski opened up the scoring in game one of San Jose's series against Vegas with a goal that came with some self-sacrifice. Brent Burns shot the puck, and it hit Pavelski right in the mouth. Oh, yeah. no. It hit his jaw, lost some teeth, but guess what? Win in the net counts. He got the goal. The, the teeth went in the net? No, that counts probably. Too. I wouldn't doubt it. When I first saw it, it looked like it hit his shield, and then it looked like it hit his neck. No, it hit his mouth. It's wow. crazy. Yep, you see the video up on the blog. Somebody lost some chiclets. He no do to boot it. Uh, yesterday afternoon, the, Car the Cardinals announced that they have extended Matt Carpenter for two years, meaning that he will more than likely be able to finish his career playing for just one team. Oh, that's cool. Uh, his contract, which expires at the end of the year, simply just extends the $18.5 million per year for two years with a vested option for the third yeah, year. The Cardinals don't like letting their, their players go to the end of their contracts. Mm -mm. Correct. So that's why they signed Goldschmidt, right? Yep. During spring training and got this done. So that's cool. You yep. say 18, he gets 18 million a year? 18 and a half. Huh. Does he get a cut of that salsa? I have no idea. Maybe. I think so. Probably. Maybe. That salsa's good, by the way. That mojo salsa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really good. Pretty legit. He's definitely like top three uh, faces of the team, I think. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe top four. I think you got Yachty. You got uh, Wainwright. Wainwright. And I and I do think Goldschmidt is, is going to be face of the team here in really quick time. I think and, Bader, and Bader, too. I think and, after and Wainwright, it's, it's probably Carpenter. I guess it is. Yeah. yeah, I guess he is top three. Yeah. And then you're right, Bader's probably fifth. Uh, as far as the game is concerned, the Cardinals win streak now at four games as they beat the Dodgers 7-2 to yesterday. Jack Flaherty picked up his first win of the year. Yachty went deep. Marcelo Zuna went deep. And you know what that means. 
Yesterday was McDonald's Day. That means if you were at the game and you have a ticket, you can go to McDonald's and get yourself two free Big Macs. Whoa! Uh, that is uh, good through for today, tomorrow, and Saturday. So you can go and uh, pick yourself up a free Big Mac. Guys, if you have nothing going on this afternoon, how about a little bit of day baseball? Today? Because they're wrapping up the series at 12 15. Oh, against a the day Dodgers. baseball. Oh, all right. Uh, crazy story with uh, Atlanta's Nick Markakis. Somebody broke into his house and stole a bunch of stuff, including $20,000 cash and an AR 15 rifle. Ain't no good. Huh. They stole a safe that had uh, nine millimeter handguns as well. So three guns. Uh, three nine millimeters, an AR-15, twenty thousand dollars cash, and a very expensive watch inside the safe. Anybody see the uh, standings in baseball in the NL Central? No. At this point, the Cubbies not doing well. They are three and eight. Ouch. I mean, they're still. I know it's early, but anytime we can left. see this, <laughs> we can see that they're that far they're into five hundred. Let me look at. Uh, it's four hundred thirty-four games left. I'm just taking a little memory photo. That's all. And they have one in hand. Uh, every mm-hmm. year, Forbes compiles a list of the most valuable True. franchises in Major League <laughs> Baseball, and it's based on revenue earned from ticket sales, TV deals, player salaries, operating costs, etc. Guess who's number one? It's either it's either the Dallas Cowboys or the this Yankees. This is this I'd is just Yankees. baseball. Oh, so just I, baseball. I bet it's not the Cowboys. I bet it's so not definitely the not the Cowboys. <laughs> probably probably the Yankees. It's the Yankees. Yankees. The Yankees again are uh, are are doing it. Um, for the past twenty two years, they have been number one. As Dodgers far as number there? two, it's the Dodgers. Uh, I want to say number three would be the Cubs. Incorrect. The uh, Cubs are San number Francisco? four. San Francisco's number five. Boston, number three. Boston. Oh, Boston. Who is the least valuable team on this entire I don't uh, consider them t- a real Devil team. Rays. So. Nope. The Rays are number two. Uh, Twins. Seattle? Nope. Nope. Uh, Diamondbacks. Oh, 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 nope. oh, oh. oh. Miami's got to be number one. Low. The least valuable team is Miami. Oh, Cardinals damn. are seventh most valuable. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, if it was difficult to pay attention to a mid-afternoon tennis game between two very talented but relatively unheard of tennis players yesterday, it wasn't because of poor play. What it was because of was probably the completely horrendous sounds of the commentator. Not his accent. Just listen to this. Okay. It's brutal. Is that eating? Is he what? eating on the air? Oh, yeah. Oh no! Oh, 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 you hear Russell throw back here? Just wait, here it comes. Get it. No, no, no. Get it. No. Oh. <laughs> Thing I cannot do. Did he do think is. he was there at commercial or something? No, he did that the whole match. And every probably three minutes, he would go, This is a close one, hey. Are you high? Where's the I producer? Swear. Of I don't know. Why didn't somebody say, yeah, like, there... dude, we could hear you? Dude, Absolutely. Dude, can disgusting. you stop getting extra pickles on the burger? There's uh, one thing I cannot stand is people crunchy. eating on the air. I mean, well. that's. The very beginning of it, when it when it started, it sounded like the organ beginning of that Beastie Boy song. I thought it sounded like people walking around. Oh, I know what you're saying. <laughs> what you want? Yeah. What, I thought that was them around the court. No, restart that again. Restart again. And the very first thing that you hear <laughs> is him taking a bite of something and breathing at the same time, and it goes. <laughs> oh. Listen, listen to it. Listen to it. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. 
You're gross. Uh, finally, here the Masters get started today. Some notable names in their tee times. Patrick Reed and Webb Simpson tee off at 1030. Tiger Woods. Patrick, we, who won Patrick last Reed year? won last year. Oh, was it him last year? <laughs> what? How do you guys know that? Because uh, I saw, actually, um, I guess they do what they do a, a dinner in, in the in the honor of the, mm-hmm. the past winner. Yeah. And I guess the winner gets to pick. The yeah, menu. Picked the menu, yeah. And it was like mac and cheese and <laughs> it's so funny. Crazy stuff. Uh Rory McElroy and Ricky Fowler tee off at eleven fifteen. Mickelson, Rose, and Thomas start at one forty nine. And Jordan Spieth and Brooks Kepka go at two PM. I'm Patrico, that's your sports being brought to you by Mco Ranger Pest Control Protective People Tests since nineteen sixty five. Boom goes the dynamite. The Pseudo Show, traffic and weather. All right, we'll do the headline hooch after the break. After that uh eating. <laughs> Yeah, that little clip there. I got, to I got be fair, regroup. anybody would sound that ridiculous yeah. uh, awful if you got a Garth Brooks mic up Oh, in I know. That's the point Thanks. I was trying to make. He's not a monster. It was whoever didn't turn down his mic is the monster. Oh, no. He's we a all monster. sound he's like that. He's got a job to eat. do. Yeah. That's why I said, you know what? You have, it, do, do I always say this? You have 20 hours a day to do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> yeah. These four hours are mine. Think about a tennis announcer. I mean, what is he supposed to do? You got two names. Let's say uh, there's Brett and George. He's going to go, Brett hits the ball. George hits the ball. Brett hits the ball. George hits the ball. Brett hits the ball. There are breaks in the action where they go to commercial and you could eat. Yeah, I'm sure there are. But like the other time, you're just sitting there listening. My blood sugar's low. I need to get hot candy. Somebody just mute the guy. He probably had a mute button that he's used to hitting that didn't work. Uh, That could be, too. All right, 930. (laughs) The Rizzuto Show Headline Hoosh! Brought to you by Mort's Royce Jewelry, the exclusive Was that scary there? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I, I, the microphone is four miles away. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. We're discussing important things. Sorry. <laughs> uh, brought to you by Mort's Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Rizzuto Show. Thank you. Uh, today's Headline Hoosh story comes to us from, and I want you to, I want you to picture this whole scene in your head. I'm going to paint a picture for you. We go to Crossville, Tennessee, around 5 in the morning last Friday morning. 45-year-old Sally Shelby caught the attention of the police because she was driving a Walmart motorized shopping cart in the slow lane on the highway. Okay. So officers pull up. They ask Sally, hey, where are you off to? (laughs) Hey, Sally, what you doing? She says she was on her way to the Waffle House to buy a cup of coffee (laughs) because... Of course she was. Uh, Well, Sally, where'd you get the scooter from? Now, first she told the officers she built it herself. Well, you don't look like the engineering type, Sally. But she was later arrested for theft after Walmart employees said, yeah, Sally, she was in here, she was shopping, and then had the motorized cart, and then rolled right out the door into the parking lot and right out of the parking lot. Goodbye. All right. Or can you uh, can you take the Walmart scooters into the parking lot? I mean, obviously, as long as you bring them back. I, mean, I guess you could ride to our your, hero. Ride to your car. I guess you can. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. So yeah, she's uh, she's in trouble. There you go, from Crossville, Tennessee. Forty-five-year-old Sally Shelby. You are today's headline Rizzuto Show. Covered a lot of ground today, fellas. Got a lot done today. I'm tired. 
Left it all out there for you. Now you got it. Do whatever you want with it. Put it in your back pocket, save it for later. I don't care. Hose it down and hang it up outside <laughs> to dry. I don't care. If you missed anything, and there was a lot, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Moon, what do we got? Let me encourage you to comb the podcast for all the hilarity because we we just packed it with great funny stuff. Uh, some obvious and some hidden. It's all called It's the Junk Drawer of Isles. That's the podcast and blog title for the day. A whole bunch of stuff up there, local news, uh, national news. We also had crap on celebrity sports. Uh, stuff like there's a paid internship for a candy taster that's going around with a bonus, by the way. Check out what that is. We had a douchebag of the day. A uh, man accused of stealing from Kmart days after buying an $8 million private island. This guy also owns the uh, the real-world house from season whatever it was that is just absurdly amazing. Hey, stealing from Kmart. What is this guy mm-hmm. doing? And then, of course, headline, who's a woman stole a Walmart scooter to drive to a Waffle House, which is pretty... Pretty awesome. It actually sounds like an onion uh, headline, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's but, true. But aren't you aren't you picturing it like her cruising down the highway? Uh, oh yeah, where are you going? There's yeah. a cigarette in Walmart, uh, behind yeah. her ear and in her mouth. <laughs> right? Probably. Am I right? One five seven thepointcom slash riz. And of course, the Craigslist Freak of the Week. Yeah. Oh, and 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 I encourage you to uh, to listen to the podcast. If for one thing, if you only got twenty minutes to to to, to listen to on the podcast, go to the contest for today. Today's contest was oh awesome. yeah the Gatorade contest yeah that was yes. fun you'll love it vote for the freak of the week via Twitter at R I Z Z show we'll have the winner for you tomorrow morning uh, just when we sign on also tomorrow comedian Tim Meadows is here yeah ladies man the ladies man himself and he'll be here what time seven thirty seven thirty yeah a little earlier than, earlier than our guests usually appear but he is completely willing and apparently very good at getting up willing early in the morning. and able mm. that's a real pro right there. 7.30 press. All right. Are we the first stop? I think we're the first stop, yeah. Oh, oh fresh oh, Tim Meadows. Nice. Tim Meadows we comes got to fresh town. Meadows. Everybody nice. wants hey. a piece of Meadows. Nice. Fresh Meadows tomorrow. Uh, Moon, in uh, just about an hour and a half, we'll be at the Lion's Choice on South Hanley Road, and that's a grand reopening. I guess they redid the store. Yep. And uh, free our roast beef for the first how many people? 105. Whoa. Whoa. See, wow. See what we did Whoa. there? 1057. Wow. That's uh, starting at 1130. And you'll have Point Fest tickets Point and Point Fest tickets, a bunch of other stuff, plus uh, obviously the greatest lunch spot in the jam in the area. And uh, programming note, the Big St. Charles Motorsports Bike Night has been canceled for tonight. In yep. fact, the uh, bike nights for this month have been canceled. We're just going to get her done in May. May, we'll just take care of it. Yeah. In fact, in May, there will be four calendar girls. You got What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because usually it's two a month. Mm-hmm. You know, we crown. So in May, it'll be May 2nd. I put my pen away. Is that right? So yep. Two, January, four, February, March, and April. April. January, February, March, and April. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Thanks for repeating everything I'm saying. Saying you did you notice you were repeating? I repeated everything that he said. Noticed that you were repeating. I think we're at the end of the line here. We are (laughs) at the end of the line and my rope. Uh, Also tomorrow, you roll your eyes at me. Yes, roll your eyes at me because you go. We are and my rope. Oh, don't end it with an eye roll. You know, (laughs) you don't want to end with an eye roll. You know, rule number six. (laughs) Uh, Tomorrow, Jeff, Hot Shots, Manchester, and Baldwin for the calendar release. The Jeff Burton Sexy Calendar. You'll five be out there starting at 5 o'clock. Get yourself a calendar, 10 bucks. Bring your credit or debit card. That's right. No cash. No cash. Credit or debit. And then Saturday, Patrico and Moon at the First Community Credit Union in Glen Carbon, beginning at 10 a.m. Join them for pony rides. 
I'm, moon, call, I'm moon calling dude. an audible. I'm calling an audible. Wow. Let's change the podcast and the blog title. It's never end in an eye roll. <laughs> I never go to bed with an eye roll. Yeah, you never should. I just caught the eye roll. Wow. Yeah. Because the, the statement was crazy. <laughs> Scott, make the changes. We are at the end. And I'm at the end of my rope. It's almost as bad as the arbiter of taste. Yeah. Oh, nothing will be Which better than that. I am. That is. That's been well established. All right, we're done. I leave you with the uh, selection from our Team Riz member of the day. Shouting out Brittany Etro one more time. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.